Hey, welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Electronic Gaming Mostly podcast. I'm Seeker127 and the person next to me virtually who doesn't want to be introduced anymore is Gabler. <laughs> I just I'm going to do the soundtrack while you do the introduction. <laughs> yeah, we need to like a background music. <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> all right all right well so what have we been playing uh i've been playing black ops 4 that's uh, all we've been black ops 4 <laughs> and black ops 4 and a little alien isolation be that's honest it. alien isolation is pretty good it's better than you thought it'd be no i even said it right after we got done streaming that it was uh pretty much exactly what i thought it would be oh yeah yeah hiding in lockers hiding in lockers well you can't get in lockers man that's the trick. I, the first time I played the it game, I spent fine. so much time hiding in lockers. And then the second time, I'm I'm like, yeah, I should only be in lockers if there's nowhere to hide under a desk or something. Because it's just way better to oh, hide. That, whole, that first whole sequence where the alien's patrolling, it's like I whip out my motion detector. I just, you know, I don't even crouch. I just walk to where I need to go. And then mm -hmm. he eventually appears on the shit. And I go and hide in a room. And I see him be right above me. And then he leaves, and then I walk out the door, and he's back again, so I go right back to my hiding place. Yeah. And then he, he goes away, and I go out, and he's, like, turning a corner, and I turn around and go back to my hiding place. Like, that's the problem that I really have with games like that. It's not just Alien Isolation. Well, let, let's start with the good things. First of all, it looks good. It recreates the, the yeah. movies very well. But I wasn't a huge fan of the movies, so whatever. It's got, like, an 80s retro future thing, you know, which is, mm -hmm. which is cool, I guess. Um... But it turns out, like, it's just the monster is more annoying than scary. He is, It's yeah. It's not scary yeah. at all. It's just, it you, you want to get from point A to point B, and you Honestly, can't, because this fucking douchebag's always in your way. Yeah, the, it's more of a survival horror in that Resident Evil games didn't really have a whole lot of scary factor to them. I mean, obviously, you get the first jump scares or whatever, or the first creepiness, but then beyond that, it's usually just trying, the, the fear comes in. Try not to die and have to go through all that shit again. That's really where the fear comes from. Well, that's why I want you to watch that video <laughs> I posted because it's kind of actually a good 15-minute reason why the old ones are still worth playing. But yeah. I mean, I'm it's, still going to try to get that together. When it's we go it's part atmosphere what they put with the you know the music that's really good, and then it's part like oh shit, I don't have enough ammo to fight this thing. Yeah, I think I think Alien Isolation is similar to that in regards that it it's immersiveness. So you feel like you're in that world, and that's for me. That's more for me. I play it more like a sci-fi experience. Like I'm in space. This is great. This is awesome. Yeah, there's a fucking deadly alien that might kill me if I you know spread around or something. I'm t well. We're playing on easy, so you you gotta be not afraid to use your gadgets like a shit ton. Uh, you throw a noise maker, he'll fucking go to it. You can do simple shit like, um, you know, w one of the more advanced things you could do once you start getting used to it and you notice like the alien is 70 away from you in this area and you're in a room with two doors or something, even if not two doors, eventually you'll get to the point where you're like, uh, I'm going to left click with my, my uh, mouse and auto attack, which hits with the wrench and you can hit a wall and that makes a noise. And right before you do that, you can like pop a flare and place it on the ground, hit the wall, and then go hit hit a locker like right at the door. He'll come running in, 
to look at it. You could just get out of the locker and walk casually out of the room and go where you need to go because he looks at those flares for a little while. But also, just like smacking a wall with with the wrench is, you could get away. I mean, I was doing that quite a lot when we were playing. You can get away with that quite a lot once you understand the AI of the uh, the alien. It, it's pretty simple, honestly. Yeah, I think I've used one noisemaker, and the rest is just sneaking around androids. Yeah, the androids. I just I don't even sneak around them. I just walk past them. They they don't run. <laughs> they just walk briskly. <laughs> They're still pretty honest. quick. I mean, like well, I ran past them a few times, and I thought I had to put some good distance between us. And I turn around, well, they're like right behind me. Persistent, yeah. They're very persistent. I mean, I had like a train of them behind me on the way to the elevator in that last segment. I'm not, I gotta, I gotta drink some G fuel. Oh, okay. It's like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't any coffee this morning, and uh, we're out of creamer. So, uh, yeah, G fuel. Sense. If I don't have my caffeine, I'll be. Yeah, my weekends are my G fuel break. Yeah, you got to wane yourself off of them a little bit. That's true. No, I did. There was a period of time where I went from coffee every day to black tea every day, which has half the amount of caffeine, to green tea every day, which was half the amount of caffeine or that, to just herbal yeah. tea. And then I did it, and I'm like, all right, we're here. Let's start drinking Let's coffee again. Half shot of G fuel. <laughs> Mildly tasteful water. Yeah. <clears throat> So yeah, I've been playing Black Ops 4 pretty nonstop, and like most games, it's starting to show the cracks. I mean, it's still good. I still really like it. I like the well, progression that, system. To be fair, that happens with every game. Every game, the more you play it, the more you're going to see all the problems with it. And by the That's way, really they did... Uh, trust reviews. They released the... Uh, they started rolling out 60 hertz multiplayer servers yesterday. So um, the whole time we were just playing multiplayer? yesterday... Yeah, just multiplayer so far. But the whole time we were playing multiplayer yesterday, um, chances are that was 60 hertz. Doubt it. I mean, I know the Northeast definitely has them. Like, Australia has it. So, I figured all the United States must have it. But I don't have a way to test that. So, I don't know. Well, it's not like video game developers would just lie to people. No, they didn't even really say anything. They just said, hey, we're rolling it out. And it was like people on Reddit who went and tested it. Remember when Overwatch was like, hey... <laughs> They're totally doing this thing that they weren't doing. What? Which? Which time? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. I'll wait. <laughs> what the servers? They never did. They ever increase that to sixty hertz? I don't think they did. I think they did. People were complaining about two tick, and they eventually did. But I'm pretty sure they lied about it in the beginning. They were like, "It's it, you don't need 20 tick is fine. Stri uh, uh, server engineer here. <laughs> they yeah. got the server engineer. I mean, they should at least try to match the frame rate. I don't, or like, you know, the target frame rate of 60. I don't know why. Like, sure, it doesn't make a huge difference. But you, you just want to eliminate all as many variables as you can in an online shooter like that. Like you already got to deal with jitter and all this other shit, latency. So yeah. why compound all that with having your fucking game update once every three frames? You know, some of the stuff does come down to like one frame. Mm -hmm. Look at fighting games. Frames matter. Frames matter, especially on PC. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's so insane. 
Like these developers will just pretend like it's like the whole community is stupid. I get the well, call it's not of that. It's like is used to dealing with console plebs. They know so. that they have to get a game out on time. They're like, well, we don't have the time right now to do sixty hertz. It's not a priority, so we'll release well, them as twenty the hertz. Yeah, but there was less people playing the beta, so like I get why they did it. But at the same time, you got the community like, why wasn't it like this on release? And then also, uh, like two minutes later, uh, Rockstar makes their employees work a hundred hour week crunch time. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> pick one. Well, Do you want the game to be? <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's typically how it is, right? Like, like the, the people who are having a good time are shutting the hell up, and the people who aren't are not. Oh man, we worked a hundred hour weeks for the last couple of weeks there. Yeah, this really says, only uh, only a hundred. How many hours in a week? What's twenty four times seven? Yeah, you had some more time. <laughs> it's live on PC. This was twenty two hours ago. Testing PS four soon. Blackout still twenty hertz. But we were playing Blackout pretty much all night last night. Yeah, that's true. So I I don't know I don't know what I was playing in multiplayer. It didn't feel much different. Well, it's not going to. It's just going to be... You're going to have less of those moments where you die and you watch the kill cam and it's like the guy's not even aiming at you. Or, you know, those moments where you come around a corner and you're there and he's not and then he comes around the corner and you light him up and then you watch his kill cam and he's around the corner before you are. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't think the kill cam's accurate. They probably do that thing that Overwatch does where it just records everything that happened and then recreates it for the kill cam. Well, I know, uh, like StarCraft Two, has a replay system, and what they do is they just, when you watch the replay, it's just the game actually playing itself. It's not actually a recording of what happened. Yeah, that's like what they I record mean. Record all the actions queued up, and then they watch, they play it back in the game engine. Yeah, uh, maybe I don't know. I get a lot. It, it looks weird to me because a guy will, I'll be holding an angle on a corner, and then a guy will just sprint around the corner and immediately light me up and kill me and then I watch the the camera back the, the the replay and he's just he's around the corner before I am and it it doesn't look at all like it looked to me. Yeah, I mean that happens to me too. Like I poke and immediately get sniped by someone that isn't even there and then I watch the kill cam and on their screen it just looks like they poked out and shot me. But I'm like yeah. holding that angle. And they had like what seemed like forever to take the shot. Yeah, and like I'm still surprised. I don't know why it started with Overwatch. And now it's like every game my ping is like 50 plus consistently, and oh, yeah. I can go play like uh, Battlefield. I can go play Counter Strike or something, and my ping will be like 20, 30. And I know, and you're like, wow, you know, 21 thousandths of a second, but it it makes a difference. But I I think it's lying to me because when I go and look at when I hold Tab in Black Ops Four and I look at everyone's ping. Everyone has like 50, 60 ping. Like, what are the chances that everyone has the same fucking internet connection? It's just unbelievable. <clears throat> and it's all 50 to 60, which is the joke, right? Yeah. Like, why? 50 to 60? That's not an average, man. 40. Below 40 is what's acceptable in, in FPS gaming. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not as bad player. in uh, Black Ops 4, but Overwatch, you can easily tell the difference between like 30 and 70. And for some reason, I'm always around 70. Because mm -hmm. if I go and start like a, a custom game or something, there's like a few, I don't remember because I haven't played in a long time, but there are certain ways that I can go in there and get a lower ping, especially with like McCree. Like, but 
the difference between when you shoot and when you get the hit marker is almost instant. But then in the actual game, it's like, tick, tick. It makes a difference. But favor the shooter, you know, so it doesn't matter. Your ping doesn't matter. Uh, this post on the Black Ops Reddit, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a picture of the, the mouse, like all decked out with the fucking, it's got the scope on it. It's got a long barrel and a fucking the mozu? grip. Yeah, the mozu, sorry. The, it's got fucking, it's got like a a stock on it. The title is when you've got a little dick, but you know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a, whatever. Anyways, I think uh, server issues need to definitely be addressed by game developers a lot more seriously than they're taking them these days. I mean, this game has been out for three weeks, something like that. Maybe two. Yeah, I mean they've made a lot of updates in three weeks. They're doing a, a balance pass for the weapons this next week. To do the server stuff, that's I don't know. It's kind of serious. Well, they I were really... they were mostly fixing crashes first. I mean, not a hundred percent because I'm still crashing, but you know, not as much, I guess. I just it's you'll never catch a a pro game like I I watched the doc play this game, and he has consistently forty ping, which tells me that these servers are on the west coast. Because we're hitting like 20, right? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're like off in Midwest. I just I want to know how they're their like hybrid servers work. Because Destiny did this too. They're like, oh, well, they're not dedicated and they're not peer-to-peer. -peer. They're hybrid. So we try to pick people with a, a close enough latency and location and put them all in the same game. But I don't, I don't know how any of that works. I don't know if everyone's connecting to one person. I mean, you would think that that were the case. One person I mean, in the game would have zero on. ping says here on Wikipedia that a hybrid hosting server or a hybrid server is a type of internet hosting, which is a combination of physically hosted server with virtualization technology. A hybrid server is a new kind of dedicated server that offers both the power of a classic dedicated server and the flexibility of cloud computing. On hybrid dedicated servers, hardware are 100% allocated to users. The price is lower than... Uh, for dedicated servers. Somebody with no English wrote this. The <laughs> server is separated into hybrid server environments using Red Hat KVM or any other virtualization. Each hybrid environment is securely isolated and has guaranteed resources available to it, which ensures a high level of performance and responsiveness. A hybrid server combines all of the benefits of virtualization technology with the performance of a full dedicated server. So an administer... So administrator can use automation to suspend, restart, or reinstall the operating system. One large server is split into few uh, into a few normally two hybrid servers. So it's a money saver. One big server instead of a bunch of small servers, basically. Oh, which well. which is probably not pro from a server tech like from a technological standpoint probably looks good on paper, but when you have a bunch of people accessing it, it's probably not that great. Well, it is better than Destiny servers, and Destiny well, yeah. Bungie was the ones who who said that um, they did some peer to peer stuff too. So uh, I don't know if Call of Duty is doing that. They didn't say that they were doing that, but yeah, I don't think hybrid server actually does anything with peer to peer. I think it's just what they do is they take a server blade and then they have multiple people playing on one dedicated server using using uh, software, right? Like they're basically splitting a server. Uh, a dedicated server and having it used by multiple 
groups. Like normally you'd have one dedicated server would be running one game, right? One game experience. Yeah. Uh, like if you go and order or rent a dedicated server right now for Battlefield, for example, nobody else is playing on that server except for your server. But with a hybrid server, I believe what that meant was that they take one server and they have multiple instances of, they basically split it. They use virtualization uh, software to split it into virtually other servers. <laughs> so that seems like it, it sounds good on paper from a, a host standpoint, but from a gamer standpoint, a consumer standpoint, I, I honestly, it sounds like a bad idea. It sounds like they're trying to save money by having less servers. Yeah, well, it seems so far that it's adding 20 ping, 20 latency, so. Right. <laughs> That's the cost. Yeah, absolutely. Normally in Overwatch, we would run, by, like, what, 40, 50 ping? 70, uh, 75 for me. 75? I thought yeah. we had, like, uh, less than that. I thought, like, Maybe you did, but was... I doubt it. I mean, <laughs> we're pretty close together. No, it was really tough in just regular quick play or anything to get lower than 70. Maybe I'm misremembering. I know back in the day I used to run like 40 to 50 ping in Counter-Strike 1.6 and uh, Ghost Hawk, who was in California, whenever we were playing on West Coast servers, because that's how games used to be back then. Before the video game regression of the modern age, uh, thanks to stupid gamers and game developers, you got to do this amazing thing. Uh, and for you young kids out there that don't understand it, it was amazing. You could pick which coast you wanted to connect to is amazing. There would be servers that were listed as U.S. West. Hey, US Battlefield East. still does it. And when we would play on U.S. West servers, because, you know, it, it would be, you get together with your friends, and, and one person would pick the server. And obviously the person who's picking is looking for the lowest ping for them. So when we would play on a West Coast server, because Ghost Hawk would pick it, he's living in California, he would have like 20 ping, and I'd have like 40 to 50 ping. And whenever I'd pick an East Coast server, it'd be the opposite. He'd, he'd have uh, 40 to 40 to 50 and I or to 40 to 50 and I'd have a uh, about 20 and that's what it used to be like even Blizzard used to do this by the way when you used to play Diablo 2 or Starcraft the original Starcraft you uh, or Warcraft 3 you could pick which server you wanted to be on west coast east coast central is amazing yeah now they got skill based matchmaking and shit so they're trying to match you with people of your skill with people that live near you with a similar internet connection. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> Nobody's got the same skill as me living near me. 80% of gamers <laughs> suck, at, suck at video games. Look at the most popular video game in existence. Fortnite. Okay. Why is it popular? Because most people suck. And they want to be able to build a fucking barricade as soon as they get shot at. Because they're an idiot running out in the open field. Yeah. And they can't aim with a sniper rifle because it takes precision aiming without... You gotta if you want to aim really well in a game that's an FPS or a shooter game, and you got a distant target, you have to have a lower sensitivity, or you have to be able to twitch shot onto them or flick shot onto them, which takes a lot of skill in terms of just playing that kind of game over and over and over. You look at someone like Shroud; he's played FPSs and nothing but pretty much his entire life. So it's it's muscle memory, and you can lose that muscle memory if you stop playing, by the way. I used to be really good at shooter games, and I played World of Warcraft for 10 fucking years, and it's gone. It's told your senses and reflexes? Well, that's Aged you by it's a all, few years? It's all muscle memory, man. It's like doing card tricks. You can 
you can do card tricks all day and be some of these guys that can make it look like actual magic the way stuff just seems to vanish in their hands and then you know you you can put that down for 10 years and come back and you look like a fumbling idiot at a party i can do a magic trick <laughs> it's uh it's i mean you still remember it to a degree but you're never as precise as you were until you keep doing that again for years and years at a time but um you get games like Fortnite where you're punished if you can shoot that well. If you can shoot really well, you're punished. You know, there's a sniper rifle in the game. Yeah, and you can hit people that are standing still because the bullet travel time is so slow, which is another part of the video game regression where we've slowed down bullets on sniper rifles because arbitrarily reasons. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I clipped that thing from when we were doing Blackout yesterday and those shots all look good to me, but for some reason, using a high-powered sniper rifle at, what would you say, 100 meters? Like I was running in from? Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I let him, I let him like a foot, and then I let him half a foot, and then I tried shooting right at him. And I didn't notice it until I watched the clip, but my bullets are a good three feet behind him as he's running. And he's running at a 45-degree angle towards me to the left. So, I mean, I... I get that you have to lead sometimes, but not that much at that fucking distance. Well, so you can um, actually do this. It's amazing. You can watch real people in real life shoot targets at distances with sniper rifles. It's amazing. You can watch military and stuff like that shoot 300. Now, 300 yards is the is the common distance. It's an It sits between 600 and zero, which is the average area of engagement with a sniper rifle. 300 uh, yards uh, is, I'm, I'm sorry, it's yards, not meters, um, is the average distance. Now, that's not, that's like a hundred, 300 yards is like, what, 100, 150 meters or something like that? No, a yard is about a meter. Yeah, okay, so it's not, it's about, it's about the same. You, you're losing, when you add that distance, you're losing about maybe 20 meters or something like that. So when you watch these people shoot these things, you know, they'll take the shot and you'll see the impact happen like not even a second afterwards. Okay? Yeah, it's almost instant. Bullets it's travel fast, instant. kids. The only time that you're going to have a shot where there's a one to two second delay, it, we are talking about 900 meters. You know, you're talking about ridiculous distances. Like it's it's bam pat, bam pat. That's three hundred meters, bam pat. The pat is the in impact with the target. It's that quick. But Probably you go play quicker modern, than that. Yeah, you go play modern day shooters, and you're shooting people at a hundred meters with a sniper rifle, and you're like the bullets are so slow in video games now. It's just you have to lead people at a hundred meters. It's not even humanly possible to dodge a bullet. Do you understand that, game developers? <laughs> yeah, if you want it's a good example, possible. go watch The Matrix and go watch that scene where Morpheus gets up out of the chair and Agent Smith starts shooting through the wall. And look at how fast the bullets are moving and how many shots he gets off. And look how far Morpheus moves. The whole time those bullets are coming through, it looks like Morpheus is just standing on one foot. <laughs> because that's how fast the bullets move compared to how someone, how fast someone can run. I understand that in video games we have non-real-life movement that's happening. I mean, people aren't... In, in real battle, people don't run around like that. It doesn't happen. You can certainly flank people, but...
but you're not running and jumping and sliding and shit like that. It's not lucrative. If you slide, you're sliding uh-huh. behind cover and it's last ditch effort. No one fucking jumps around a corner because that's right. just stupid. And, you know, VR will get rid of a lot of that. But the problem with the, you, there's no reason to have these slow bullets. It's it's literally there to make 80% of the population, the shittiest game game players, uh, feel good because they can, you, you know, you got to, it goes back to DayZ, back when bullets were faster. People were playing DayZ before all this BR shit was popular. People were playing things like DayZ, and you, you, they take sniper shots. And in Battlefield, it was happening too. They take sniper shots on people, and people would die quickly because they're out in the open like idiots. When you're in a war situation or a combat situation, you need to stay in cover until you have intel on your enemy location. If you don't, you're going to get shot and killed. Like go go watch you can watch actual live videos of soldiers in Afghanistan patrolling around and you'll see them walking on a fucking hilltop and then just crack they'll just hear a fucking crack out of nowhere and they're lucky if one of their guys doesn't immediately hit the deck because then they scramble to cover based off the direction of where the shot came from okay and then they're trying to spend time to figure out exactly where the sniper is coming from so they can engage they're not fucking zigzagging around corners and shit okay and they got caught out in the open that's that's they made the first mistake is being out in the open in in war you just don't do that and you you, if you're playing a video game like Fortnite and you're out in the open you deserve to be killed but the bullets are so slow that jesus christ you gotta lead more than an actual fucking sniper does uh in real life and to top it off if you i mean i still haven't figured it out they it's inconsistent is the problem, even with the Paladin. Well, like, there's so I don't, many damn snipers in the game. Well, I mean, and the worst part is, it's like the, yesterday, I finally got a Paladin. I fucked up and engaged this guy from like 20 feet away. And I shot him in the chest twice before dying by some fucking miracle. And he still didn't go down. I still lost that engagement. So, fuck armor. That needs to leave. Because... That's insanity. Those are 50 caliber bullets coming if out of a sniper rifle. 50 caliber bullets should have a special effect to them where they ignore armor. I mean, there's not a lot of 50 caliber weapons in the game. Yeah, there's and two. And as it stands right now, they're weaker than the assault rifles that are using 7.62 and 5.56. Five, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Everyone just I, uses I, assault rifles. There's no I reason to use anything awesome. else. This is another part of the video game regression. It's amazing. It's like game developers don't fucking shoot guns. You know, Hideo Kojima makes great games. Why? Because he brings military experts in and they go out and shoot guns with the team so they can understand how guns actually behave. These other game developers aren't doing that. I promise you they're not doing it. There's no fucking way they could be doing it and and making the decisions they're making. Okay? A 50 caliber bullet will destroy your body. It will destroy you. Yeah, I've said it before. Whatever part of the body you're aiming at is no longer there after you get hit with that bullet. It's fucking huge. It's like an it's artillery a giant shell. bullet. Yeah, it's a massive fucking bullet. It's designed to rend and tear flesh, so that it's not rep- repairable anymore. It's over. I mean, they did it right in uh, Call of Duty Four. That one sniper mission. You get to the end, and they're like, "Hey, uh, here's a giant fucking sniper rifle. You shoot that guy in the arm. He doesn't have an arm for the rest of the game." Yeah, you you hear stories about World War Two where there's a single fucking fifty caliber machine gun emplacement up and they they can't get past it it's one gun 
one guy on a bipod in a trench with a tiny little fucking hole to shoot out of, and he's got a ton of bullets, and they can't get past it because it shoots so quickly, and the bullets are so gigantic that one of those fucking bullets down, you're done. One. That's all it needs. One. And that's the that's, that's kind of what's weird about all these like all the guns are so close together in Call of Duty. Like there's no reason to really use any light machine gun except for the uh, the 50 cal and that's because you, you get all the upgrades on it and it has fat bullets so, you know their hitboxes are bigger or your yeah. bullets are bigger whatever however you want to think about it. But there's really no reason to use the Titan or the Hades over any of the assault rifles. It's well, like the, the same damage. It should be that it penetrates armor, but it doesn't do anything like that. And you're right. They, they're too close together. Guns are too close together. The time to kill between from like an ICR. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's uh, an ICR. An ICR and a 50 caliber Titan are nearly the same. The ICR has a little bit faster time to kill. And when we're talking about a little bit, we mean like one bullet. And that makes Which a big makes difference. The difference in a fucking fight when you're shooting a guy and he's shooting you and you both have the same health and the same armor and he's got an ICR and you have a 50 cal and all your bullets hit, he wins the fight by a small margin. And it shouldn't happen that way. I think what they need to do is the PUBG route. They need to have guns not be so similar, but they have special little things that they do. Like if you play PUBG, you know, you could get that that uh I don't even remember what it was called, but it was the sniper rifle that was already silenced. Uh, and it used nine millimeter bullets, but they were yeah. subsonic, so you you couldn't hear where they were coming from. That was the benefit of that sniper rifle. Yeah, you could not hear where they were coming from. It, it wasn't as good as the other sniper rifles in terms of in terms of damage. And if you even if you got headshots, it wouldn't down people immediately unless they didn't have a helmet on. But it you couldn't you had no idea where the bullets were coming. from. They need to do stuff like this. They need more like. 50 caliber weapons should, the special effect to them should be that they penetrate armor in the sense that they don't, armor has no effect to these bullets. No effect. And you're talking about one sniper rifle and, and a one couple light machine gun. And two bull, couple light machine guns that aren't that common in the first place. It's only and, one. Only one of them uses 50 cal. Does it? Okay. Well, there you go. So two weapons in the game. I mean, that's really what it should be about. Uh, and then you can go from there. 7.62 should have a little more penetration than 5.56, right? It just bleeds through. I'm sure some some of this already kind of happens to a degree. At least it feels like that. They they won't really come out and tell you. I mean, tool, they they invented tooltips in video games for a reason, game developers, up-and-coming game developers. Uh, they're, they're there for you to convey information to your player base. I shouldn't have to go to another fucking website. Yeah, they really don't tell you shit about anything. It's again part of the video game regression. Even like World of Warcraft used to tell you so much fucking information about stuff. Now they've just regressed to not, and you got to go find it on websites. Everything. Yeah, I submitted a a, a bug report because I did this really long ass dungeon for a quest, and the quest never happened. And uh, I put in a ticket to Blizzard, and they were basically like, uh, "Yeah, we don't manually uh, progress you in quests like that, but you could check Wowhead to see if there's a workaround." I'm like, no. Fuck you. Because they gave me the whole survey. How was your experience? And I'm like, look, telling me to go to a third-party site to find a workaround is not acceptable. Especially when I pay this fucking game and I still pay you $15 a month for it. You are the customer service team. I don't care if you can't progress my quest thing, but don't tell me to go to fucking Wowhead to find a workaround. That's not a solution. Hmm. Is there a workaround to completing this quest other than doing the quest again? 
<laughs> like, you obviously weren't listening. This isn't the kind of thing you need a workaround for. Either I do the quest again, and that's the workaround, for, you know, spend another four hours with a pickup group in a dungeon because I suck, or uh, you just, you know, mark it complete. And don't tell me that you can't. I know you can. You won't. That's what you mean to say. You won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's my rant. Fuck hey, Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, back to Call of Duty. Uh, other people, <laughs> this fucking meme is pretty much exactly what we say. When when the kill cam, every time, when when you watch the kill cam and see some shit that didn't happen to you. Oh, yeah, and SpongeBob oh, with the rainbow. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just raises even more fucking questions. By the way, this one right here where people are like, I finally found it after 15 years. The scroll of truth. You'll still be bad at 60 hertz. Yeah. It's not the point. Okay. This is what like defenders of the whole 60 hertz, 20 hertz thing go on about. You're still going to be bad. So many people are still going to be. Yeah. No shit. That's not the point. The point is an even fucking playing field. Okay. All right. Jesus fucking Christ. The point is I don't want to feel like I want to go into an engagement with someone and they kill me and I look at that and nothing I want to be able to see that that person's better than me and it happens watch the stream watch seeker stream watch my stream whatever you will catch multiple times him or I getting killed by somebody and not getting upset about it because we feel like and sometimes we even say it that guy deserved that kill. He did. He did better than us. He he routed around our back or something. Or like it's that. luck. Or it's luck. They spawned behind us whatever. or something. You know. But whatever. But the the worst Mostly thing luck. you hear us bitch about the most is just being fucked over by the game itself. It's really fucking annoying. Like it's so annoying. Yeah, and so I mean, throw it, a sneaker mine out as fucking profit and watch it do fucking circles. It, it will do yeah, that. Or as circles. Nomad, call your dog and just watch it fucking stand there scratching its ass. I will. I watched anything. your dog run at a guy I was shooting. And he starts shooting me, and I start shooting him, and he kills me, and then the dog turns around and runs away from him. Yeah, I've seen shit like that, where like I call the dog out, and I'm following him to an enemy, and then the dog stops and turns around and starts running the other way. Because usually when that happens, it means it was tracking someone, and that person died. So I start to look away, and then right around the corner from where the dog was running, some asshole pops out and kills me. And I'm like, right. dog, what the fuck, man? So, I mean, it's those things are kind of good to find enemies. Like, you just follow them around, especially the dog, because everyone likes to shoot the dog if they don't see anyone else around. So, mm -hmm. usually, the dog is faster than you. It hops out. It starts attacking someone. That person starts attacking the dog, and then you just pop out and kill that person with a gun. Yeah. But, you know, so you kind of come to rely on the dog when it's out, and you should. It's a fucking ultimate. <laughs> but then it doesn't work, and you fucking die because of it. They'd really need to work on the tracking for all the AI stuff. Now, they might be running, like, Ghost or whatever that thing is. Cold-blooded. Yeah, that's true. They could be doing that. Which, But but again, you never know, and you don't know how the AI know. behaves when, exactly. <laughs> when that stuff's on. That's why the perk system needs to be redone. You need to have access to one perk. That's it. You can do one perk, and you have to choose. This shit where you run multiple perks is just way too much. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with it. I just wish that, you know, it would tell you, like, okay, if you get killed by someone on the kill cam on the right side, you can see what perks they're running, but you can't see, like, what they have on their gun. Right? So it would be nice to kind of know that information, 
Because there is some stuff on guns that could lead to that bullshit too. Like I'm sure a lot of people would love to know that I have fucking fat bullets, rapid fire, and high caliber one and two on my machine gun. So when I pop around a corner and go, and they're fucking dead immediately, or I kill an entire team just standing out in the open, uh, well, how did he do that? He must be hacking. Oh, wait, no. He's got this fucking retarded machine gun tricked out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's fucked up. There are certain guns that are just better. There's like one superior gun per category, right? Maybe two. Now that I think about it, maybe two. But, like, in assault rifles, you got uh, the Rampart. In machine guns, you got the VKM. Submachine guns, I guess you can kind of say the SOG with the, the SOG when you got the Akimbo or yeah. the uh, the Spitfire. And uh, what class? Oh, tactical rifles. I mean, uh, I guess the Augur, when, once you get the Operator mod, is pretty good. But other than that, the Swordfish with the Operator mod is probably better. But in, they all have one thing in common, and that's fast time to kill. And that's what happens when you increase the time to kill in a game like this. It's like, a lot of guns don't become viable anymore. Like, I see a lot of people using the ICR, and they're like, oh, man, it's a laser beam. It's like, yeah, okay, but if I can aim with a gun that has a higher time to kill, then it doesn't fucking matter if you don't take, you know, you don't flinch when I shoot you. If I if, if you don't have recoil and it takes six shots, and I do have recoil, but I can control it and it takes four uh, well, then I win. And that's that's what happens. There's like a direct correlation with that. Every time I use a gun with a lower time to kill, I go from the, the top of the, the leaderboard to the middle. And it, it's not like I'm kind of up and down. Like if I use the ICR, I'm second and third place every game. If I use the uh, the VKM or the Rampart, first place almost every game. It's like, what what's more likely? That all these guns are perfectly balanced and that uh, it's just random or that the guns have something to do with it? And well, the uh, guns definitely have something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, there's a well, lot of times when someone pokes out and I'm like, dit, 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 and they just run away. If I were using a higher damage gun, they wouldn't have time to do that. This is the mistake that game developers make these days is they focus their guns on trying to be equal across the board and it just being like a flavor. And it sounds good on paper because it's like, hey, man, you get these guys that are like, I like this gun and I want it to be good. But it's not it's not a great idea because you're never going to get them balanced. So you're just always going to have the best. It's the World of Warcraft syndrome. You're always going to have people using what's the best. If you look at a game like Counter-Strike, which is a great game to go back to as an FPS developer if you want to use a reference, you look at all the guns in Counter-Strike 1.6, Counter-Strike Source, and maybe even CSGO. I haven't really played a whole lot of it. It's the, the, guns, the guns aren't all equal they all have certain well they don't purposes. pretend to be because they they're, yeah, exactly. they cost they more the better guns be. cost more. right and if you don't so, believe me go and play deathmatch and see even, the four yeah. guns that people use even the m4 and the ak were always different to some degree the ak was a little more that was more accurate and did more damage at range but had a worse recoil pattern whereas the m4 had a tighter recoil but didn't do as much damage yeah, and it's it's still like that. I mean, if you go and see the differences, people have very strong opinions as to which one they like better. I like the AK more. I mean, yeah. maybe not so much anymore with this fucking spray and, and pray, learn the recoil bullshit. But with the AK, the first and second shot would always go exactly where your crosshair is. Right. So and even I used AK to just hang back and just go pink. And right. the AK does one shot headshots even through armor. That's right. And even though the AK technically does more damage, 
the M4 can be superior if well, you, if you if with the M4 if you aim at the chest, the upper chest, and you just burst fire, it goes it, right it's two bones. in the chest, one in the head. Exactly. So it's different. Do you like walking in there and going, or do you like hanging around a corner just going, popping people from the back? Exactly. And you look at all the other guns, for example. Like you have these uh, augers and shit like that. That all they, they they're they're inferior in damage, but they have the only scopes in the game that aren't sniper rifles. You know, you look at the sniper rifles as example. The sniper rifles are, are great examples. You have three sniper rifles. You have the Scout, which does 50 50 percent damage on the body shot. It takes two body shots to kill somebody with a Scout. You have the AWP, which is a single shot to the chest, and then you have the uh the like dmr auto sniper that is uh like two a, shots it, it's like it's two shots but it's it, you can pop 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 right yeah and it's less accurate um and i think there's a little bit of range fall off i don't remember the scout <clears throat> obviously the awp is in, is superior to all of these but it has a slower shot time than the scout or the 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 auto sniper so it's it rewards people that can always hit their target, but it's way more expensive. That's the that's well, actually the uh, the semi autos are more expensive. But if you think about it, if you end up in a situation with multiple targets, you could take out multiple targets faster with the semi auto just by right. pop 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 because it it's only one or two shots depending on where you hit them. So now it's easy to look at that and say the AWP is for lower skilled players, and of course it is. I'm not saying it takes high zero risk high reward. Use it. It's a high risk high reward, but it, it's. It, I'm not saying that it doesn't take skill, by the way, to use the AWP. It's just like Call of Duty. It does It does take a level of skill, but it doesn't take the same level of skill as... If, if you have a, a, a Paladin in multiplayer and you have it set up for single-shot quick scopes to the body and you lose to a guy that has a Saug, you are worse than the person with the Saug, okay? Because it's easier to kill people with the Paladin all tricked out than it is the Saug in that engagement. You should 100% be killing them every time. But you don't. Why? Because your skill is less than theirs. It's, it's just a fact. Now, you can... <laughs> you take somebody like Shroud, who has a ridiculous... I, I mention him because a lot of people know who he is, and it's pretty much accepted that he has great mechanical aim skills. You take somebody like him and give him the AWP, he is far superior than the average player that uses the AWP. Why? Because he's transferring over skills that work with all guns, not just the AWP. You take most of these players with AWPs and put a scout in their hand and watch how they're incapable of doing it. Sorry. Yeah. That's my phone. But the scout's really cheap. Dude, that's the difference. That's like the difference. In, in CSGO, there's actually, you know, it's also a little a dollar value attached to everything. To kill people. Yeah. So you have to you have to take that in consideration as a developer that there's a dollar value to that. So you can't do that in Call of Duty because there's no dollar value to it, at least not in most of their modes. So you have to give gimmicks to the guns, I think. I think you need to give gimmicks to the gun even more so. Than and they the do guns. kind of with the operator mods, but and it, this wasn't a problem in so past Call of Duty be, games. The I mean, operator mods should just be on the gun immediately. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. But now they've increased the time to kill. And granted, it's not a whole lot, but it, it makes a difference when, like, if I use the VKM or the Rampart, which are some of the fastest time to kill weapons in the game with all their high caliber shit on them, no one ever steals my kills and no one ever runs away. 
But as soon as you start using something else, like a, like a submachine gun or the ICR, all of a sudden I start getting my kills stolen and people just get shot in the head four times and then run away. It happens. So, I mean, yeah, you could say the ICR is, oh, it's a laser beam. It has no recoil, and that's fine. But I don't have a problem with my aim using a rampart either, so that really doesn't help a whole lot. And I'll have more to talk about because I'm going to go for that fucking uh, Dark Matter skin. So I'll have used every gun at some point. Hello, you there? What's happening? I'm here. <laughs> so yeah uh we played a lot of blackout yesterday i don't know if we're getting better or if uh it was just luck there's no way of knowing really um but what's i gonna say oh they really need to work on that bullet travel time i want to talk about that clip so you can go watch it at twitch.tv slash shaker127 there's a clip of me shooting like 15 bullets as a sniper at someone running towards me. And I, I I think what the problem is, is that it's not hit scan. There is bullet travel time, but the visual bullet that they show coming out of the gun isn't the actual bullet. Because there's no way that that guy was three feet ahead of where I was shooting. I mean, you saw it, right? You tell me. Yeah. What's your opinion? I mean. You're muted. Sorry, I'm trying to keep background noise out. Uh, I. <laughs> you know, I mean, you used the Paladin. You were shooting all those guys for that one game I at hate the dam. The Paladin, man. But I was shooting guys at the dam, and I would. I was up on the dam with a. It was a tricked out Paladin, by the way, that came from a chest, a crate. And I'm I'm overwatching them on a dam. I'm looking down on them, and. There's a guy, he's running. The first shot, I hold my breath. I take the shot. Bam! It hits his armor. He keeps running. Second shot, bam! Hits his armor, breaks his armor. Two shots to break armor. He wasn't wearing level three armor. Like, I... I yeah, that's... The armor guy needs died, to go. by the way. I never killed him with that paladin. I hit him one more time without armor, and he still was alive. I get that headshots are a thing in the game, but... It, it, the like those bullets are massive. It's a fucking fifty caliber weapon. <laughs> I mean, it's hard okay. enough to get headshots in real life. Now add to that sliding and jumping and people moving all over the place, like you know, Adderall. I'm not addicts. asking that it be a one shot kill because then you'll have people quick scoping in that mode. I understand that. What I'm saying is it should ignore armor. It should be two shots to the chest minimum. Well, they need to really do something about oh, the maximum. armor. I know that they're like, oh, we made level three armor more rare. It's like, yeah, more rare for me. I found it, like, what, twice? But every mm -hmm. time we lose to a squad or something, they always have level three armor. And that's right. the problem. Making it more rare doesn't solve the problem. Because well, the people that last boy, the longest are the people who armor. found the level three <laughs> Holy armor. Holy fucking shit. 65% damage reduction. Like, here's, here's the fucked up part. I don't know if I have level one and level two armor numbers correct, but it's something like... Uh, level one armor is 25% damage reduction to the chest. Level two is like 45% damage reduction to the chest. Level three armor is 65% damage reduction to the chest, to the chest plus a uh, headshot damage resistance, plus flashbang, concussion bomb, whatever resistance. It adds all this extra shit to it. 
And let me tell you, it's pretty insane. If you think about it, without armor, if it's a four-shot kill, and you have a 65% damage reduction with that armor, that turns into like a 10 to 12-shot kill. Yeah. It's a ridiculous amount of increase. Uh, if anything, it should only be like 10, 20, 30, or uh, 5, 10, 15. Like the, or you have one type of armor and has 20% damage resistance. That would be better. That. I mean, they're that's what they should do, that, though. Unfortunately, Well, of course it's what they should do, but they're never going to do that. So we got to compromise with a fucking game developer that's too fucking far up their own ass to take out their armor because they worked on it. And they, like, PUBG did it. Yeah, PUBG did it, and it fucking sucks. It sucked. Yeah. Stop. It's annoying. It's another random element to BR that shouldn't exist. Encounters with people should... Okay. Well, there's no, like, tactical way to get around it. Because you, mostly you spot people... Well, hold on. Mostly you spot people at a distance. You can't see what kind of armor they're wearing most of the time. So it's not like, oh, shit, these guys are tricked out in level 3 armor. Let's avoid them. It's always like... The, you can play characters from multiplayer that look like they're wearing fucking body armor. Yeah, that too. But by the time you realize what kind of armor they have, it's too late. You know, there's... You're just uh, hoping that they example. can't shoot you, I guess. We were playing squads. You, myself, Royal, and Nanner. We're playing squads uh, a couple days back. Um, we're in an area just outside of... I think we dropped in. We dropped in on the docks, the cargo docks. We kill a team there. We loot up. We get our armors. Level 2 armors. Some of us level 1 armors. We move up the road uh, to, I want to say, the northeast of that area right after to the right of it is the bridge from the lighthouse right up that way. So we go up that way and we hit some buildings there uh, inside the circle and we're just, you know, grabbing some extra meds or whatever. We're full on armor. Everybody's looking great. And a team comes up the hill from our East. We spot them before they spot us. I'm up on a rooftop. I think you just died because there were, there was, there was a team at the buildings that we engaged. And you pushed up on it. I got up on the roof, and he was able to kill you. Right? That 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 game that happened. Uh, they were yeah. lagging behind us. You and I moved up. There was, I don't know if it was a full team or if it was like a team that had already lost some people. But I grappled up onto the roof of the building that one of the guys was on. The guy was on the building. I light him up. He goes down. There's a guy down below that you engaged with. He kills you, and I and I kill him. But he was able to eliminate you first. Those guys are dead. So now we're down three. We're down to three people. Uh, when I engage, I lose about a quarter of my armor. I'm wearing level two armor. I, le I lose about a quarter of my armor, and I, I re-up on my health. A couple, like literally 60 seconds later after looting these guys, a team comes up from the east. From uh, They're coming up the hill, so we have superior advantage on them. I spot them before they spot us. I immediately down one of the guys. I'm using like a SDM or something, and my other gun is a fucking beast ICR kitted out. Uh, or IRC, Jesus Christ, I don't remember. ICR, it's an ICR. ICR. IRC is chat. Old chat. <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's in my head forever. Uh, uh, I, I got an ICR just fucking decked out. I got an SDM. I pop the first guy, he goes down. The other dude's like throwing smokes and all kinds of stuff. I throw a cluster out and kill that guy. And then I have to jump down to kill the other guy because he's trying to pick up his buddy in smoke. So I, I rotate around down the hill and I engage with one of the guys and he lights me up and takes about a quarter, another quarter, more like 50% of that armor away. So now I have a quarter of my armor left. And uh, 
I kill his his teammate and and uh, with with the help of Royal, uh, the assistance of Royal, and we that team's wiped. We don't get time to loot. Like we heal up and reload our weapons, and then there's another team already advancing from the north that heard the gunfire and is coming towards us. They have full armor. They haven't engaged anyone. They have not engaged anyone. We just fought two teams and eliminated them. They come up. I down one of their guys that pushes up too quick. I have to rotate left and back to the buildings because they down Nanner and Royal, and I'm trying to go not really necessarily save them immediately. I'm not like abandoning my, my position, but I still have the grapple, so I grapple up onto the roof. I see the guy down below me. I aim up on him and start unloading my uh, ICR onto him. Da, 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 da. He turns and looks up at me after about... Da, 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 da. Right, That's hit me hitting armor. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah. He turns and looks up at me, but and I die because he has more armor. So I had the da, 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 was me getting through about 50% of his level two armor that he hasn't had touched the whole game because he hasn't been in an engagement. And I just killed two teams with my friends. Our, my, our team just killed two teams. And now we die to another team because they have all their armor. Now, there's no way for me to go into my inventory and restore my armor like in h1z1 i can't carry extra armor i don't have items that allow me to repair armor or anything like that and there's no armor on the fucking ground because i've never killed anyone and have been able to find armor on their body i don't think yeah it's not like PUBG where you can pick up somebody's helmet that you killed okay because it's not destroyed because you shot him in the body or something or shot somebody in the head so the armor because the armor and the helmets aren't separate in this game even though there's only one of them that gives you a helmet. So if you if you headshot somebody, sure, their armor is preserved. But this is blackout. It's Call of Duty. That's not how this game works. In PUBG, you can aim at somebody's head, get a headshot and they go down. In blackout, it's not possible. People move so fast. It's so arcadey that it is very rare for you to just kill somebody with a headshot. That's Even why I think that's why I think people were killing us so fast by shooting us in the legs. I think that's what you have to do. You just shoot I'm people in the legs. I'm telling you. I've been saying that. When you shoot people in the legs and the chest and shit like it, it's different. <laughs> There's no armor on the legs. I swear to god it does more damage to shoot people in the limbs than it does in the chest. I've killed people that's a so problem. quickly in BR because they jump and I'm shooting their knees. Now, multiplayer jumping works because there's no... I mean, there's armor in multiplayer, but not a lot of people run it. So the jump works because you jump your, the same height as your body and people typically miss because they're aiming at the chest. But in BR, you don't jump as high for some arbitrary reason. So when people jump, you hit their knees and shit. And you, I swear to God, I kill people much faster when I shoot them in the legs in BR. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. It is insane. And, and like, I, I know I've said this a lot and you've never played it, but Islands of Nine did it right. They did a lot of things right, actually. One of the things is that everyone starts with, <clears throat> excuse me, starts with a knife. And uh, if you sneak up behind someone, the knife one shots. And I only say that because I ended up in a situation where you died and uh, the guy was looting your body and I walked up behind him. This is at the beginning, so I didn't have anything. Yeah, I remember that. So and I, uh, I punched him in the back of the head and he just turned around and shot me. I punched him a few times. Yeah, you punched him three times. <clears throat> I mean, why would I punch him? You know, like I was hoping it would do some kind of like battlefield, uh, fucking break his neck or like 
stab him in the chest or something. I don't know anything, but no, we that's have not too what many happens. game developers that are so goddamn afraid to just try things like, oh, if we put in melee to where it one shots people from behind, people are going to be dying all the time to one shot. Yeah, it already fucking happens with people with sniper rifles. If I'm standing still and there's a guy with a sniper rifle and he aims at my head and shoots me, I die immediately. Well, I go down immediately. It, if I get stabbed in the back, I die immediately. It's the same exact thing. Both situations, I'm playing incorrectly. Yeah, well, the moral of that story is also the way, another the thing they did right armor. is that, well, I mean, not even 100% right. Armor. There is one type of armor in Islands of Nine, and it saves you from one bullet. After you get hit by one yeah. bullet, it goes away. And even then, people were bitching about it. Yeah, in H1Z1, they, they have two types of armor. They have normal armor that saves you from a couple hits, or like one hit or something like that. And then they have something called two-hit lammy. It's a laminated armor that only comes from chest, and it's, it gives you two extra hits. Two-hit lammy, that's what they'd call it. It's And it worked. You need to, if you want to make a, the best BR, you need to take the best things from other games. Yeah, and okay. again, I, like I, it breaks my heart that Islands of Nine didn't get more attention. But uh, well, like when you drop, it's still early access. Yeah, well, it's, still apparently we'll it's even it even now it's hard to find people playing it, so that kind of sucks. We'll see when it launches, but though, um, it. another thing is when you fall out of the plane, there's no parachute. You just hear a landing. Yeah, well, yeah. you hear a landing, <laughs> blackout, but only during the startup. Yeah, I understand why they want to have parachutes. It's so that when you get down to a certain level, you can control yourself a little better. But that's not necessary. Take it out. Yeah, you yeah. really don't need that. All it accounts for is people that like drop before you because they dived down perfectly or something, which is so arbitrary. By the way, your altimeter goes away so fucking often and blips out. You can't even realistically, reliably use that system. And it's such an arbitrary thing. It's like one point of speed makes you hit the ground faster than the other guy. And it's just, you know, the, the parachute just fucks me. Half the time I land, the parachute fucks me anyways. Half the time I land, I will go to like a ray. When we were dropping at a ray last night, I'm landing before all of you. But when I land, what happens is my parachute opens before everyone else. And I look back and I see all you guys behind me. And then like my parachute clips on a cable or a pole and then immediately disappears. And now I'm like float falling to the ground. And then I hit the ground and I'm pretty much on the ground the same time everybody else. So just make it where everybody just fucking hits the ground without a fucking parachute. The parachute system is stupid. Yeah, it doesn't need that at all. And they're halfway there. They do it in like the pregame mode. So I don't know why they just don't right. fucking do it in the main mode. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that that's that's Black Ops. <laughs> I mean, it's. I still like it. I still find the multiplayer addicting. I like the progression I mean, system and going through and unlocking shit. I've got diamond camo BRs, for. It for is the best VR out there right now, and that's only because the time to kill is so low and it's not janky. If PUBG had no jankiness, it would be the best one out there. Yeah. Because the time to kill is so fucking low in that game, but the game feels janky. It feels terrible. The engine feels like shit. I'm and telling you, the, if, if they would just Fortnite, the, make sorry, sure the Epic engine for that, like whatever they're doing to make a third person action game, the Epic engine sucks at it. It's, it's Unreal just, Engine. It doesn't feel good. Sorry, the Unreal Engine. Yeah, Epic's Unreal Engine. It, it's it looks good. It plays good to a there's a lot of games made with uh, with uh, Unreal. And it 
it's a great engine, but I don't know what the fuck. Obviously, Fortnite does it better. I, I mean, obviously, Epic made the fucking engine. They know how to do it. Blue Hole doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and are just not good at that engine because the game, like, it feels like if anybody's ever played Arma 2, Jesus Christ, it feels like Arma 3. It feels like I'm playing Arma 3. It's very clanky. Feels like it was made by the government. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Trash. It's yeah. it, it just feels clunky and slow, and fucking Fortnite is the same way. It's a little faster, but it still feels clunky and slow. When you jump, it's floaty. You know, uh, the, it's it's too cartoony. Like the the UI for the crosshairs are cartoony. And you know, Fortnite gets some stuff right too. By the way, the building is absolutely not right, but the 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 shield system is right. That's one type of armor right there. Boom, one type of armor. Shields. Yep. Uh, fucking blackout. Sorry, you just didn't nail that. You 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 could be perfect. The time to kill is great. The movement is fast. The time to kill it is great without armor. Snipers. Let's, it let's quantify. And listen, that. I like that it doesn't emphasize snipers. Okay, I like that. I'm okay with picking up a sniper. I mean. I'm okay with that because too many BR games are all about sniper rifles. I like that the sniper rifles aren't that strong. I like that battle rifles are strong. It's just that... <laughs> now, see, that's a situation where I think making something more rare would be beneficial with all snipers because well, like the, their effectiveness is kind of fine providing they don't have armor. Like they the should be strong, rarity and but the problem is, with PUBG is that snipers are everywhere and everyone that's left at the end is just sniping yeah, each other. There's a lot more pushing up because the circle moves faster towards the, the end. Problem with blackout though, because the problem's going to be somebody's going to find the sniper rifle. They're going to move in. They're going to die. That guy's going to pick up that sniper rifle. He's going to move in. He's going to die. So you're eventually going to be always facing somebody with the sniper. Well, that's rifle. fine. That's what I'm saying It's towards the end of, of uh, blackout snipers don't matter as much as they do in PUBG. Like that circle moves in really fast. That's true. Like, it, it, there's plenty of times when it's, you can, the at the end of the game, the win with an issue. assault rifle or a submachine gun. The armor is just the giant elephant in the room when it comes to blackout. The, change the armor. That's all that really needs to happen. The guns, the loot, it's all pretty good. The armor is a problem. Have one armor type. Rarity doesn't work, man. It just doesn't work. I've picked up level three armor. It's great for a little while. Uh, it gives me a significant advantage over some teams that I fight, but it still has the same problem that all armor has. As soon as the armor is gone, I don't have armor anymore. And I have to be lucky if there's any armor on the ground anymore because there's 100 people and the map is so small that every place is fucking looted. When you go through that game, every place has been touched. There's not a yeah. single place that hasn't been touched and looted. Uh, I think I said that on the last podcast is like, in PUBG, you can drop in an unnamed area, find a couple things, and then move into a named area and find shit. Like, it hasn't been looted. But that never, ever happens in Blackout. If you do that in Blackout, you're picking up leftovers. And the reason for that is because you can make too much distance outside of the chopper. They need to limit how far you can... Uh, also, there's too many people. I don't think it needs 100 people. I agree. And, I mean, you could tell. As soon as they turn... Like, the beta had 80 people. And now it's a hundred and every game at the beginning, it starts stuttering and shit. There's stutter. The frame rate's a little bit worse. So, I mean, 
undoubtedly, it's difficult to have 100 people in a server. It definitely has a negative effect on everything. Um, but aside from like the technical problems, the way the map works and everything and how far you can jump out of the chopper, it, you don't need 100 people. I mean, it's down to 60 people in the first five minutes anyway. You know, at least make those rounds feel better. At least you won't be running around with your fists, you know? Because there's definitely those rounds where we go to like an off-named area and uh, there's nothing there. You can go to the next game and find level three armor and a chest with a fucking paladin tricked out in it, but there's definitely been two or three rounds where <laughs> there's just nothing. There's nothing there. It's even worse in uh, squads when you have to find gear for four people. So your, your options are either get lucky or go into a high population area and kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's what we've been saying for a while now. So yeah, I don't know how you fix that problem other than making the map bigger or um, changing the loot around. But I think the easiest way to fix it would just be less people. Kind of a good uh, parable for life, too. Less people would be better. <laughs> All right. All right, so uh, WoW stuff. Have not been playing WoW at all. But there might be news. Gambler with uh, WoW news for the week. And ready to say go. Well, there is no WoW news for the week. There's nothing. Well, you've been looking at like 8.1 and stuff and all that. Yeah, they're adding like you can buy gear. Azerite armor with like tokens you get from Mythic Dungeons or maybe it's. Uh, they're adding vendors for the island expeditions that give you rewards for seafarers doubloons. So you'll be able to buy like a mount and some stupid. Um, I mean, it's not stupid, whatever. It's cosmetic stuff. It doesn't, it's not really gear. You're going to be able to like melt down Azerite gear and get a, a thing that you can also get from Mythics, I think, from Mythic rewards that um, lets you purchase Azerite armor. So if you don't run Mythics, you can at least farm out Azerite gear from World Quests and melt those down. That's pretty good. I like that. I like when there are options like that and they're not forcing you to run Mythic. You're talking yeah. about like 3,250 3, for certain pieces of gear. 400 for you can get a helmet that's randomized. You can pay 400 for a randomized helmet. Now this is great for catch-up gear. You hit max level on an alt. This is alt-friendly stuff. You get a random chest for 400. Or you can buy a specific piece for 3250 I don't know what the rate are on these right now. Um, I could probably look into it, but who cares? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is a pretty good change, uh, especially with the problems with Azerite. Uh, the next patch is going to release like uh, two raid dungeons and bunch of other shit, so I don't know. It might be worth playing. Well, we might hop in and see and determine whether or not we're going to cancel our subscriptions. Um, What's it supposed to release? It's got to be it's got to be Tuesday or next Tuesday. If it's not this Tuesday, it's next Tuesday. BlizzCon is coming right up, so I yeah. imagine they're going to talk about what's coming for World of Warcraft after that. Um, but even if it is good, I mean, is it going to be good enough to pull us away from uh, Call of Duty, Fallout 76, Battlefield, Resident Evil? Away from Call of Duty at this point. I like Call of Duty, don't get me wrong. But I'm not a monotonous person. <laughs> I got to jump around games. That's just how I am. Well, there's really nothing else right now. I mean, now we've got Alien yeah, Isolation. I mean, but 
Call of Duty and World of Warcraft right now for me are like in the same boat. They're games that I wouldn't mind just hopping into for a couple hours uh, on a Friday night. Um, currently, but that's there's really nothing else going on with World of Warcraft. Uh, yep, uh, their sub numbers leaked and then they didn't. Yeah, right. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> the guy who made the uh, the DBM add-on said that he. Uh, there was some sub numbers he found in the uh, API and then claimed that they were fake. And then Blizzard was like, you need to take that down. So they kind of redacted that, even though he admitted they were fake, which is kind of weird. Why would they give a shit after he already admitted that they weren't real sub numbers? Uh, but if they are real, it's not good. Um, they're down to like 1.2 million. So no commercials, like over 10 million subscribers, including Mr. T. That's not happening anymore. So it's not looking good. I know a lot of people are canceling their subs as, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people do after any new expansion, but this one probably more so. And, uh, yeah, I hope Ian Hasacostas gets demoted and they put someone else in charge. Because I'm calling it. This is the, I'm, I'm going to say this is the second to last expansion. There'll be one more after this and then they're going to have to come up with something new. WoW 2, World of Starcraft, something. But it can't go on forever. Or maybe they'll just end support and turn it into a free-to-play. That's probably the best thing they could do at this point, actually. What do you think about that? Free-to-play World of Warcraft? Yeah. It'll never happen. It makes too much money. Maybe well, at the end of its life when they're not updating it anymore with any like content. Maybe yeah, that's well, that's what I'm game. saying. It'll but be one more expansion after this. Because I honestly think that World of Warcraft is going to have an end game in terms of story, and I don't think they're going to continue the game. I think they might go with another outlet for, hey, maybe Overwatch gets its MMO finally after that. Yeah, That would be amazing. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I always wanted. I was excited when Titan was being talked about, and then they reveal Overwatch, and I'm like, man, this would have been way better as an MMO. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they kind of, world of I mean, Starcraft would be great, and they they have it set up. They could do a World of Starcraft. It's it's all set up uh, for even though like Starcraft Two technically has kind of an end game ending where it's it can be over. It's also got the kind of ending where it can go into an MMO. Um, you still have the humans way back in the Earth sectors and all that. You know, uh, outside of all the, the like the the humans you play as in StarCraft are actually criminals. They're Australians. They were sent away <laughs> by the the earth the this the the all the like United Earth groups sent their criminals on big colony ships out into the Caprulu sector and then that's where they found the those guys had to deal with the Protoss and the Zerg and you know the Zerg are still left as a as a group that exists uh under the command of uh what's her name? I don't know. And the Protoss are are back to being, you know, the shit. <clears throat> and they even have, like, the Dark Protoss. So they got plenty of factions now that they could use for something like that. Uh, it would definitely work. It would it would be not so contemporary. You know, it wouldn't be like World of Warcraft where it's like your warrior and your priest and all that. But, I mean, there's plenty of uh, sci-fi games that have come out, like Star Wars The Old Republic, that nail the class system just fine. I think it works. And, uh, I mean, I'd probably, I think it'd work better as Overwatch. 
and I think people would love that more because it's. I think Overwatch is more popular than StarCraft at this point. I mean, uh, they could probably make a really good looter shooter. Something yeah. like uh, Destiny with the Overwatch system. I agree. System, That's but... what it should be. And it's probably what it was going to be. Um, but I don't think WoW's going away anytime soon. Well... Well, I'm not saying anytime soon. This this expansion has two years and then two years of another expansion. I would but... say five to six years, five or six more years of World of Warcraft at max. Yeah. Uh, unless they decide to just introduce some new great enemy, in which case I think people might start getting burned out. I right think people now, are already the, starting to get burned out. Well, for the longest time, the great enemy was the Legion, and we defeated them because when they released the Chronicle books a couple years ago, they started talking about these Void Lords, which are like the opposite of the Naru. The Naru are beings of pure light. The Void Lords are being of pure shadow. And in the cosmic scale, those are the ultimate beings. So that's kind of the end game. The and the problem with a world with a, an MMO like World of Warcraft is you can't have three or four expansions in a row that are the same exact kind of motif. If you look at Battle for Azeroth, it is an old god expansion that is disguised as a war campaign expansion. It starts as a war campaign between Alliance and Horde and slowly will build up into a big bad old god. Um, it's Probably the sec it's the second old god expansion we'd had. Cataclysm was another one that was disguised as a big bad dragon that eventually led into old god stuff. Um, so it's the second expansion we've had that's been an old god expansion. The problem is the next expansion has to be a full-on old god expansion. And the next expansion after that would have to be a void lord expansion, which <clears throat> the old gods are created by the void lords as tools to corrupt world souls inside of planets that happen to have world souls. So <clears throat> once you get beyond an old God expansion and go into a void Lord expansion, it's going to look pretty similar, but it's different yeah. enough that it can work. But how many expansions can you do where it's void Lord expansion, void Lord well, expansion? More void importantly, Lord how many expansions like fucking battle for Azeroth mm -hmm. are people going to tolerate? <clears throat> well, that's just a, um, that's not really a lore situation. I mean, lore wise, this is a pretty good expansion, but I mean, people are stupiding. The problem with people when when it comes to the lore, anybody these people that have complaints about the lore, with why is Sylvanas acting this way? Most people suck at storytelling. Fan <laughs> fiction sucks for a reason, uh, and everybody's got their stupid little ideals on like what what should be happening. <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, if if you don't like something, go make your own. You know, uh, stop trying to dictate on how artists write their shit. Yeah. If you don't like it, fuck off. I think it makes total sense the way Sylvanas is acting, especially with the concept that old gods can corrupt people. And I know it, it is kind of a bit of a cop-out to say, like, oh, she's being corrupted. Well, everybody should be getting a little bit of corruption. That's really what should be happening. We've been on this planet for a long time. Everybody should have some effects of Nazoth. And Nazoth is not necessarily the biggest, baddest one, but he is the survivor. He's the one that survived the longest. Uh, and that says something. He's responsible for some of the biggest events on the entire planet, like the curse of flesh that turned, you know, the stone and iron dwarves and all that shit into flesh, pinky flesh, weak, weakling. Of course, you know, it's typical Disney shit. They play that little concept that we humans like to do in our storytelling. Like, oh, humanity is actually a strength. It's a virtue. Why? <laughs> Mortality makes us strong because then we can be brave. Yeah. I mean, if we're thinking about it, like look at Lord of the Rings and how, how long elves live for. Yeah, how good they are at everything. 
how are humans even like a player? Like how can, if we live like, you know, 80, yeah. 90 years, or they live a little longer in Lord of the Rings, right? Like 120, something like well, that. Well, that's why they're always a little more advanced in their concepts, right? Yeah, but also like how would, how would you even fight an elf if you had to, if you were a human, right? And that's kind of the downfall of some of these high fantasy uh, things where they throw in like technology is, it wouldn't be the gnomes coming up with all this technology. It would be the elves. Um, maybe I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean look at all the gnomes and goblins in World of Warcraft and how janky all their shit looks. You know? my, my point might be moot because if you look at it, real life, Western civilization wasn't the longest lasting civilization on the earth. I mean, there were civilizations that came before us and they never really figured out all this technology shit like we have on the scale that we have. Uh, so you know, that, that could play up, but um, what was I gonna say? Uh, <clears throat> You know, the one of the if you look at like Lord of the Rings and the elves, yeah, I do kind of I I it's a little old and tired trope that oh humanity, humanity is great because it makes us this way and that's why it's great and love and people and stuff like that, and it gets tired and boring and moving and stuff, but it's still really good to some degree like. Eh. I don't really like the Batman versus Superman shit. DC's kind of been ruining that shit. But in Batman versus Superman, Batman has a line against Superman where he's like, you're not brave. Men are brave. That's a really good line because Superman can't really die, right? Or at least yeah. it's perceived that he can't. It's hard to be brave when you're Superman. You know what I mean? Like, I'll go into that fire that can't fuck with me. <laughs> like, <Yeah. right? laughs> like, that's not bravery versus a guy that knows he might die trapped in that fire. That's bravery. So that's the concept of humans versus elves and stuff like that is that elves don't, you know, elves in World of Warcraft. Well, I mean, it just seems like they never portray it very well. Like, they're always like, oh, well, humanity yeah, is strong. And it's like, why? All they've done this whole movie is fucking, you know, steal the ring and fucking go crazy <laughs> and die and fucking Thank not God. throw the ring into the volcano when it should have been. Now like against the world of men, even though the Hobbit was the hero. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What about the fucking hobbits? I mean, hobbits are actually probably, they probably personify like humans more than humans do in that fucking movie, right? Like, they don't really have anything going for them, but they still, you know, save the day, like big time. Like, sure, they live a long time, and apparently the ring doesn't have an effect on Frodo very much compared to other things, but. Other than that, like, hobbits kind of take the place of humans in Lord of the Rings. You know? So humans are just kind of left in the middle, like well, the idiots yeah. that are always trying to fucking steal the ring and everything and are weak to its powers. And I don't know. I don't know. So, it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Of, there is kind of, like, some play on the idea that hobbits are partially human. Because if you go back to, like, the Eldar and the uh, Edain, you know, they they had three unions or some shit like that. And one of them were like half elves and the other one were Urukai and just some like there's, there's all these different like combinations of the, you know, fucking Lord of the Rings lore is so convolutedly complex. I'm not, I don't know anything about it really. <laughs> it's really, it's really difficult because middle earth isn't really a planet. It's like a plane of existence. You know, it's really kind of flat earth type shit. And, uh, you know, Gandalf is like a being from another 
plane of existence that was sent to middle earth to do shit and you have like these really really higher ups you, know, you have like sauron who was an elf blacksmith or not a blacksmith sorry he was he was an elf that was uh underneath uh one of these like higher el- elves were like in a caste system where there were th- the, this type of elf and that type of elf and one of the types of elf was Sauron's master, which I can't remember his name, it was like Morden or Mordor or something like that. Um, and you know, he was the great dark lord before Sauron was, and Sauron kind of took his foot, walked in his footsteps, and it was like this higher plane of existence where these wars are happening. It's very much D and D with like the astral sea and all this like really complex stuff going on. Yeah, but it's even like the creation story in Lord of the Rings is very convoluted. It, to a degree that's almost realistic you know it's not very in your face like world of warcraft where it's like even world of warcraft the th- great thing about world of warcraft is like there is no creation story it just happened it just exists there's the great dark beyond and the first known thing is the titans being born into it cosmically and going throughout the you know just existing and going what the fuck are we here for well i guess we'll bring order to the universe <laughs> yeah like they don't even know where they come from. They don't even know how they got there. They just exist. So there's there's still a lot of mystery to that, which is why World of Warcraft could keep going after the Void Lords. I mean, maybe there's I mean, I don't I'm not against the story you know, continuing on, but Well, they got to come the up actual with new game. ideas all the time too. That's another problem, right? Gameplay. Yeah. yeah which you know, it was moving forward until Battle for Azeroth where it took a few <laughs> steps backwards. So, I mean, if they don't know if they don't get their shit together, well, that's because of who's in charge. Um, this is I'm I, I'm telling you, this is 100% Ian Hazakosta's first rodeo in full control of World of Warcraft. Warlords of Draenor, I think, was a uh, kind of his setup with Tom Chilton closing it out. Certainly, Tom should take the blame for Warlords of Draenor, but I think Warlords of Draenor was fine. People don't like it because it felt like a Facebook game to sit in your garrison. I like not dealing with other people. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Especially when you're it supposed was, to be the fucking hero and all yeah, these other Yeah, it was are- great. You're the hero. I don't know what the, the problem with the World of Warcraft community is you get a lot of these fucking mouth breathers like it's a, it's a game about playing with people. Then go find people. Get together on the forums or on a website or on a Discord or send out messages in trade chat or general chat that you're forming a fucking community and you're all meeting up at this location. People keep going on about how World of Warcraft vanilla was greater. No, it wasn't. Okay? <laughs> people were just... Listen, it's not like there was some system in World of Warcraft that got people together together better. In fact, that's the opposite. It's just people would say, hey, let's all meet up at fucking Light's Hope Chapel, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's all form up there and form up a raid group and go fucking run around and do shit. Or let's go, you know, let's... That's what was happening. If anything... It's the opposite direction that it's gotten so much easier for people to group up without doing that, that people fucking sit here and pretend like World of Warcraft Classic was better because for some reason I don't see people around anymore as much because you choose not to. I see way more people than I used than I used to in vanilla. Like I can't go anywhere without fucking seeing people in World of Warcraft anymore. Yeah, that's what I liked about the garrison. It made me feel like my character mattered. I was being called a general. I was walking through a garrison that only I was... I didn't have some fucking idiot doing cartwheels and flips 
on my fucking mailbox. You know, <laughs> it's just me. And then you go into Legion and you're like, you're the leader of the order hall. And I can't tell these people to fuck off for one second. It's just running around and jumping around on my fucking table and shit like that. Yeah. I don't, it's, I wish I could just stop for one stupid. second and be like, Oh, you're an archmage. No, 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 no. I'm the archmage. What, I'm the archmage. The yeah. <laughs> Get that fucking title off your name. And they, they try to fix it with like faux shit. Like, Hey, when you're out in the world and they, you got a named NPC following you, it's the named NPC. This other idiot's got some rando following him. That's good. That's fine. They need to do more shit like that. I don't need to see other players all the goddamn time. It just ruins the immersion. Hey, yeah. look at that. There's a dragon right there. Yeah, I'm going to kill it. Nope, there's 50 people here. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll wait for it to respawn. Who, what they really should be win? moving towards is more immersion. Who will win? Hero of Azeroth who took down the fucking Legion or three crabs? Three crabs. Three crabs. That's who wins every time. <laughs> I don't even mind that so much. It's just, you know, it worked in Legion because you could be like, oh, the crab is fell infused. In BFA, they're not doing that. They need to be more like, oh, it's shadow infused. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll sure. It's a corrupted crab. But a regular fucking crab? Get out of my face. <laughs> Get out of my face with that shit. Fucking Miss hero of Azeroth and instead I'm fucking hiding in a bush making sure all these turtle people make it to the oh, water. Fuck fucking way too much about World of Yeah, it still it triggers, triggers me. So much. God damn it. Alright, well we can move on. Fallout 76 Platinum Edition doesn't include the actual game, and people are mad that they discovered this before they bought it, question mark. Gamers were a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if you go and look at the listing, it doesn't even include the game. Yeah, and they're telling you that it's you so obvious. If you can just read, like, it's in big fucking letters on Bethesda's site. Let me tell you why they're doing this, okay? Because for a long time, Bethesda has been doing this with its games, where it releases a normal standard edition and then a deluxe edition, which is what everybody does now. The deluxe edition usually like comes with either a season pass. Or like some kind of loot that you get in the game or something. It's a way for them to make more money for people that are willing to pay more money. And then there's like the epic edition that all these fucking game developers put out. Where it's got like, it's got an art book. And it's got a fucking leather bound fucking book you can write in. And it's got a statue and like a fucking paper map. And all this fucking shit so they can make more money off of people that are willing to do that. Because there are people out there that collect items. They love buying these little fucking amiibos and stupid shit and putting it on their bookshelves because they don't actually read books. Okay? And so <laughs> <laughs> they got to have something on their shelves. And those people exist. Yeah, but for the longest know. time, those people have been saying, but I got to wait for that shit to get delivered to my house and I don't get to play the game immediately like somebody that buys it digitally. So can we get, like, a digital copy? So they started selling digital copies in that shit. Okay, so, yeah. Bethesda could just put a digital copy in it, but they didn't. Look, if the here's the thing: if the game costs sixty did, bucks. By the way, let me let me reiterate real quick. What they did is they took the price down to like a hundred and twelve dollars or something. Instead of a hundred and seventy, it's like a hundred and fifteen dollars. Because if you look back on their old stuff, it's like a hundred and seventy, hundred sixty dollars for these things. Because you're paying a hundred for this shit that's way too over. It's way overpriced. But whatever, that's your fucking opinion. It's your whatever. If you want that. I'm not against options. So they take the game away and they sell that separately and you can buy the game separately. So you can buy the game early, okay? You can buy the game early or late, whichever you want to do. 
and then you can buy the collector stuff separately. It's a great fucking deal. This yeah, is how this, this is the thing. Be done. People are bitching that like, oh, it doesn't come with the game. It's like at best, what Bethesda will do is say, yeah, here's the platinum edition. It now includes the game. Now it's one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Right. Exactly. It's going to be more expensive. <laughs> it doesn't come for the game because it's less money. Yeah. In fact. It's better this way because it gives you an idea of how much you're actually paying for the nonsense that isn't the game. Yeah, it's kind of... I don't, I don't understand the complaint here. No, I don't think anyone's been it's, fucking duped into like buying people, it. This is literally like people complaining that they sell... Imagine. This is an easy way to see how stupid and retarded this is. Okay, fellow listener? Imagine for a moment that when the games industry started doing season passes, they never sold them separately. There was the standard edition and the deluxe edition only. You could only get the deluxe edition. If you wanted the season pass, you could only get the deluxe edition. You couldn't buy the standard edition and then the season pass. It was only included in the deluxe edition. And then one day, this scumbag fucking developer decides, I'm gonna, we're going to allow it to be separately purchased. And suddenly, you can pay $30 to $40 for a season pass by itself without the game it comes without the game <laughs> it's literally what's going on here it's an option now congratulations you now have the fucking option of buying it jesus christ man yeah, plus they don't have to list a separate edition of the game because i'm sure a lot of people wanted that power armor edition it's like they can't get be it upset just to be upset honestly yeah every little thing it's like everyone's against making money you know Everyone wants money, but no one wants to fucking do anything to make it, hold it against people. Like, and the problem, like, I don't even know what the problem is here. If you don't want it, don't buy it. Yeah, don't buy it. Don't buy it. That's the best thing ever. You don't like loot boxes? Don't buy them. (laughs) Hey, if they don't make money, guess what will stop happening? It'll stop fucking selling loot boxes. Yeah, there's a reason why loot boxes are still around. Because people fucking buy them. (laughs) Like, there's this fucking narrative that, like, Loot boxes are evil and everyone just fucking ignores them and they keep putting them in our games. We got that coming up. All right. All right. So real quick, Battlefield 5. Oh, that's all right. Real quick on Fallout 76. uh, It's looking good. It's a survival game. It's not Fallout. Okay. Everybody remember that. It is the best looking survival game. Listen, I play Ark. I play Conan Exiles. Those games are fun. They're great, but they're made by like indie studios. And when you go into those games... They look fine, you know. It's like Unreal Engine for Arc or some shit like that, or maybe it's Unity. I don't remember. Uh, they're they're fine. They look great, but they don't look anything like Fallout 76. I watched Dan's gaming play it today. He played the beta on Xbox right before it closed out. The game looks beautiful, and it's if you approach it like a Fallout game, it's gonna feel like it's lacking. But if you approach it like a survival game, it's gonna feel like it's got way more shit in it than any survival game has ever had. The only thing that's going to suck is like there's not raiders and shit. There's bot, there's robot enemies, and there's fucking ghouls. That's it. That kind of sucks. Maybe they'll add raiders in later. I mean, they can always do that. They can add in shit. Yeah. So I want to see raiders. Maybe they'll be like, hey, the game's been out for a long enough time. We're just going to say that canonically in the game, raiders have started to show up now. That can work. Take lines from Fallout 4. You don't, you don't need... The raiders don't say anything important in Fallout 4. You know, they just swear at you. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding like a pussy, huh? Like they say shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, all right. 
So now we can move on to BFI. Yeah, Battlefield, not a whole lot here. Um, they came out and released their uh, timeline for like, here's how we're going to release shit going forward after release. And uh turns out that the BR mode is March 2019. So we got yeah. some time before the BR mode. And the reason they say is that they want to make sure it's polished because DICE didn't actually make yeah, what the BR mode. Is, um, they got, that means they got the game and they were like, this is fucking bullshit. And now they got to... Yeah. Look at Basically, the example start from of scratch. the base game. When they released the beta, they got some feedback and they say, okay, we need to polish this. They pushed it back a month. This has been pushed back six months. This to me screams it's not up to par and they're going to change it heavily. Which, you know, I'm okay with. I'm always fine with games getting pushed back if they're not ready. I hate the idea that, ba that DICE didn't work on this fucking game in the first place. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Well, Don't they are now. In charge? <laughs> well, yeah, good. But don't put somebody else in charge. Stop outsourcing what could be the best part of your game. Yeah. Listen, I'm sorry. I know people don't like BR, but it's the new thing, okay? Uh, Deathmatch is slowly diminishing diminishing away. Um, I know, and that's probably why I play so much fucking Call of Duty is that I haven't been able to play just a fucking straight-up shooter in it's so nice long. to go back to stuff like that. And, you know, you get those returns. You know, we're living in an age where people have gone back to fucking making Mario, basically, and people being like, this game is great and new and innovative. Like, dude, That's Mario retro. was doing How this. old are you? <laughs> I mean, Mario ran at 60 frames per second, you know? So, yeah, yeah, you look at something like Dead Cells. It's basically Mario with the ability to kill shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of other shit, but they put it together real well. And they actually are one of the few uh, roguelike type, type games that uh, give you kind of a sense of progression. Like, you don't fucking lose yeah. everything when you die, Absolutely. which I really like. But anyway, this isn't about Dead Cells. Well, hold on. One more thing about uh, Battlefield Five. So, all they've really said about it so far is it's called Firestorm, right? Yeah. And there will be 16 teams of four. So, you might be forced into squads. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of... I don't know. I, I wish that they would have just kind of stuck with the uh, original but added like a three person mode. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but I think I remember hearing that they're going to have like objectives you need to do. So it's not just people running around killing each other. Like everyone's going to be trying to complete objectives and that's good, you know, because um, I don't know how you're going to have a circle made of fire and not kill people instantly if they go outside the circle. So if the circle closes right. in, it's not really going to be a problem of everyone riding the circle and rotating around. Like there's going to be a reason to go into the circle before the circle starts closing. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I think uh, Call of Duty does a good job on the circle. It should be slower and do a lot more damage. We keep saying yeah. that about every single fucking VR game we play. Because people be keep fighting outside the circle. Slow. It should be easier to get away from. But if you try to pull some fuckery and kill people in the circle, you die real fast. I mean, real fast, yeah. like three seconds. Well, the whole point of it is not to kill people. The point of it is to shepherd people closer together. That's the whole point of the circle. Because you're yeah. on a big-ass map, and if you didn't, the game would never fucking end. You gotta, you gotta have some method to get people together. That's just the basis of it. Yeah. It doesn't need to kill people. <laughs> well, it I mean, does, but, it I mean, should. if it, it kills people real fast, it's not even people being. No, I'm just saying, like, its purpose isn't to kill people. It's to make, it should be something you're afraid of to get away from. Yeah, and even if you're on the, the big side of the circle, the fastest-moving side, you should be able to outrun it. Taking an example from what this shit's based off of, the Hunger Game. In the Hunger Games, they had the gas. The gas comes moving in slowly. 
Well, they had lots of ways to shepherd people around. Well, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, they actually, that would be cool. Them. That that would be a good idea. Like, uh, uh, you get a fucking wall of fire, right? You get a swarm of bees. You get all this shit. If you can, uh, you know, incorporate some director AI, like Not fucking Left for Dead or something, just throwing shit at you to getting people to move instead of a circle, that'd be kind of, that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to see like a red zone, and then you get a timer, like a, a red circle pops up on the map inside like like the you get two circles that come in i just made this up off the top of my head sorry you get two circles that come in right first circle comes in whoop second circle whoop right about half the map is gone now and then you get this red circle that pops up on the edge of the circle like it's one part of the circle is touching the edge of the circle maybe it's like like a half circle so it's like uh there's not like little nooks and crannies you can hide in it's like a half circle extending into this circle is a red circle now like a red half circle and it's like two minutes till fucking, you know, whatever, lightning strike. <laughs> like anybody in that circle dies immediately. And then when it hits, boom, it's just fire. You can't go into it anymore. Yeah. And this is how you shepherd people into the final area. You pick random spots in that area that are going to pop in two minutes each time. Until you get down to, and it just all goes along the circle of the, the edge of the circle. Just to admit, I think you're finally getting AAA developers doing BR, and at first they're going to be scared to do anything different. Right. But Nothing hopefully different. either BR dies out and something else takes a place, or people start doing shit differently, make it more interesting. I don't know. I think Firestorm has the potential, but we don't know enough about it to really say anything. Boy, I hope you don't drop out of a fucking airplane. <laughs> it's yeah, getting right. tired. Just start everybody in a circle looking at a bunch of fucking chests of loot and the people that want to go to the middle and fight each other, go for it. People that want to run out into the fucking woods to buildings and shit, hey, there you go. Supposed to be chaos in the beginning. That's the point. Yeah. The whole point of a game of the Hunger Games is to eliminate as many people right in the beginning. They don't want to sit there. You're not supposed to sit there and watch it happen for hours and hours. It's being broadcast on television. It's supposed to be something that's being done over, you know, 45 minutes. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Red Dead 2, real quick. Um, well, we already knew there was going to be a PC. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they didn't really officially say anything. But the companion app was data mined or something. I don't know. Someone looked at the code. Oculus and uh, what sounds great to me, by the way. Yeah, so there, there's like options for PC, like uh, what resolution and anti-aliasing and some other stuff, and it's like the the words PC version show up. So we knew it. There's gonna be a PC version, whether it's six months from now or two years from now. Who knows? You got to be careful about this kind of stuff, though. Like parameter Oculus stuff like that can be in the code because it's just leftover parts of like somebody fucking around whenever a game developer uh builds something in a game and uh it doesn't work out or they don't go with it what they usually do is they just comment that section of the code out and then they go into the game and make it inaccessible uh, they don't remove it from the files or remove it from the game because that takes extra work that's not necessary so <clears throat> something like that could just be there because they fucked around with some shit early on in development. Maybe they were thinking of doing a VR variation back when VR was super hype at E3s and they wanted to do like a shootout saloon type thing or something and then they just abandoned it. But 
But if they do do it, I'm excited because there are so few AAA games that are doing actual VR as full games. <clears throat> I still want to play Resident Evil 7 in VR. Yeah. Um, I mean, PlayStation had a one-year exclusive to the VR, and that year's up, and it's probably just not worth it at this point. They probably, you know, gonna have to had to redo the DLC. Thing. They pushed the DLC back, and then after that, they just decided that it wasn't worth it. There wasn't enough people playing it anymore to do the VR, but fuck, I would have loved to play that in VR, even though I don't have it. I would have came over to your place. <laughs> yeah, it'd be worth it. I'm going to have a new house with a good setup. Uh, man. Yeah. That's a yeah. shame. So that's all we got for games, uh, but... in RDR real quick. Uh, yeah. It's looking real good. Yeah. I'm having a hard time not buying it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I haven't played a PlayStation game in forever. It it's like just a media kind of center for me at this just point. Great so great to sit back on the weekend and play and sip on like a Jack and Coke and just get immersed in the game and let it happen. It's got all these cool little elements that I'm seeing. People are fucking just go on Twitch and watch some clips. It's everywhere. People are crashing their fucking horse because they don't. They're used to video games hand holding their hand with horses. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you want to know what horses are really like? I'm not like a big horse rider or something, but watch a show called Man Tracker. It's a show about a Canadian guy that uh, tracks people down that are lost in the Canadian wilderness because when you have a big wilderness like that, you need people that do that kind of shit because people get lost going out. I'm going to go camping, and then they get fucking lost in the woods and nobody's heard from them for a couple of days, so they send the guys out. And these guys, you, you can't take... Yeah, some people can take ATVs, but a lot of this terrain you can't really take ATVs on. So this guy uses a horse, which is like, you know, the kind of the old school style of doing it. And he'll take his, the way the show works is they take like two people who are going to go on foot and they have to make it to a location. They have to f use a map and a compass. That's all they get. And they have to make it to a location. And if they make it there before he catches them, they win. Right. And he usually gets like a guide for the area because he does some stuff in the United States and shit like that. And they'll take their horse, and they're, they're on horseback, so obviously they have the speed advantage. And he'll track them down, and a lot of times there'll be situations where they're 15 feet away from each other, and he can't get to them because the horse can't go there. That's just a fact. Horses can easily throw shoes, or they can break a leg if you're going down a slope that's way too inclined. And by way too, I mean like 30 fucking degrees. Yeah, this isn't like fucking Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, so in these fucking games where you're running on a horse and it just jumps off a cliff and lands, that is, that's not how horses work. So they made it in RDR2 to be super realistic. So you see people trying to do shit like that, where they go down what looks like just to be a hop. And it looks like you should, and even from my perspective as a gamer, I'm looking at it going, yeah, you could totally make that in a video game. I'm, I'm expecting a video game to let you make that. Nope. They just tumble on that fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> And the horse just lays there, and I'm thinking, are they going to have to put this fucking horse down? And you can apparently heal your horse with some kind of. Thing yeah, they can't have horse murder. In I fucking love the game where you murder people. Idea that you can, no, you can actually put your horse down. It's great. No, really? I've seen clips. You can punch your. I mean, I've seen clips just with the horses alone. I've seen clips where somebody jumped off their horse and accidentally punched their horse in the face. <laughs> like, I've seen clips where people go to get on their horse and they accidentally hit the button to like pat it on the ass and it fucking kicks them with their lap button back kindly. <laughs> it's so good. People are running into trees and shit and it just fucking ejects them off the horse. <laughs> like it is so <laughs> fucking good. Like this game has so many good fucking things going on with it. And uh it's very immersive too. Like it takes like a good 10 seconds to skin a large animal. 
So they're really going with immersiveness in this game. And I think that's important in a game like this. You know, it's something that GTA 5 is... GTA has always kind of lacked the immersiveness of storytelling. It's like... The storytelling has always been comical and just like whatever. Uh, it's always go to point A and point B. But this is like super immersive stuff. It's living out a cowboy fantasy. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It's really good. <clears throat> All right. All right. Last thing we want to talk about, because it does translate into gaming a little bit, but uh, the Simpsons have decided to drop a poo from the show after that controversy. So if you don't remember, people were bitching that he was a uh, racial uh, stereotype of a character. And then the they hold on, they brought it up to uh, Fox, and Fox was like, "Look, we're going to let the creators just do what they will with it. We're not going to. We're washing our hands of this." Yeah. And uh, they apparently just announced that they are dropping a poo from the show. So yep. now we get political. Gabber, go. Well, this is what it looks like, ladies and gentlemen. This is what the SJW world looks like. You get up and you complain about something that you don't like because it's uh, racial, racially stereotypical or it's not up to the standard that it should be. You know, it's not a trans man playing as a trans man, which isn't acting, by the way. That's just existence. Um, and then... What do you get from that? You get people just removing it. So that... <laughs> uh, I don't think people understand this, okay? Whenever you... If you go out and you complain to a group of people that you're not doing something right, they're just not going to do it because they don't want to take the risk. Well, they're also okay. not going to be able to make people happy. They're not going to be able to make... Well, there's they, always going to be someone that. complaining. So instead they of trying to fix that. the problem, which takes a lot of time and money and right. effort... They just remove the problem. They just remove the problem. So uh, Hank Azaria was the voice actor for Apu. And we're going to hit two notes here. First of all, it's that the, the first note is that Apu is stereotypical. It talks like he's an Indian from India because that's how they fucking sound with an accent, you idiots. And it's about the vowels. If you watch Jackie Chan, he's been living in the United States for a long time. He's done movies in the United States, but he speaks Chinese all the time when he talks to his family or whatever, or his friends. So he still has a Chinese accent. Okay. Well, let me just be completely hundred percent clear with you. India is not a race. Indian is not a race It is a nationality and an, an, an ethnicity. Okay. The way that you sound has nothing to do with your race. If you were to take a, take your family right now and move to India and learn Indi learn the language they speak, Hindi, and fucking raise your white child in India speaking only Hindi, they will have that fucking accent when I they mean, speak. Easier Hindi. example to understand, America and England. There's people right. of all colors and creeds <clears throat> in both countries, and they sound different. But it's oh, not based on the race. It's based on their fucking nationality. He's a Mexican. He's technically Mexican. He was born and raised in Mexico. I mean, yeah, like it, it's it's fucking insanity. Now this is what it looks like, by the way, because like I said, companies will always take the easiest route, and if the easiest route is just don't put it in, fine. So congratulations. All you get from white companies with a majority white actors in a majority white country is white people. Congratulations, you fucking idiots. You have now removed a poo from the show. There is no more Indian representation in The Simpsons. Okay? There's no more representation in The Simpsons. And why would there be? Why would they? What, are they going to fire Hank Azaria? Because that was the other complaint, right? Not only is he... 
He's the know. voice of like half the characters on that fucking show. Yeah, like, not only that, but there you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's played by a white guy. By the way, apparently Jew is white now. I'm glad that we're finally all accepting that white means Caucasian and Jewish people are Caucasian, so therefore a Jewish person is white. Oh, I'm sorry, what? White people and Jews aren't the same? Then he's then it's not whitewashing. I mean, you got to fucking pick one. He's Jewish, okay? Which is it? Which by account uh, translates to basically Arabic, which if you want to talk about race, it's Caucasian. And he does a good, oh, he does the, he does the voice. Yeah, because it's an accent. Because he's playing a character that immigrated to the United States, not that was born there. So he has a fucking accent. People do this shit all the time. I still oh, don't get Asian. why it's like offensive to do some accents, but then not offensive not. to do others. Well, I it's mean, not. it's socially. I don't think it is, but you know. People do. Well, it's because they're fucking stupid because ain't nobody got a problem with me doing this shit right here no matter what color my skin is, boy. Yeah, British you know, accent, with totally that. okay. Chinese and accent, British, not. I can do Scottish all day. Nobody gives a fucking... Nobody fucking cares if you do a Scottish. Oh, he's fucking British. He's fucking doing all kinds of shit. No, that's fine. But the moment you start talking like this, oh, it's fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. You're stupid and you're ruining shit, not just for you, but for other people. Like, there are people that are Indian that enjoy the character Apu and they don't get to fucking enjoy it anymore. They don't get to see themselves, their fucking culture represented in a show anymore because of you. Congratulations. This is like the feminists that got all the girls that were fucking, like, what, what are they called? I don't even remember what they're called. They're like the girls in racing that hold up the fucking signs and shit. The, the, gl the glamour girls or whatever they're fucking called. <clears throat> in racing got them fired those girls don't have jobs anymore you know i care about women so much that i don't want them to have fucking jobs which they chose because, by the way which they fucking chose yes now apu by the way is the smart one of the smartest characters on the whole fucking show this is how stupid it is these people don't even understand the joke the joke is that he's sm he's a, he's got a phd in computer science in the fucking show okay when he's fucking immigrating, there's the episode where it's showing his immigration process. The guy's like, uh, do you have, he's, he's talking about, uh, what do you know about the American Civil War? And he starts, it zooms in and gets dark and he starts talking about all this political shit that was going on with the Civil War. And the guy interrupts him and says, you can just say racism. Just say racism. <laughs> that guy's the idiot, not Apu. Okay. That's the joke, is that he knows more. The immigrants know more, typically, than the average American does about their own fucking country. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, the Simpsons has lasted so long because but he it works is a pretty smart 7 show. And has an accent and says, please come again. It's a 7-Eleven. Well, it's the Quickie Mart. Oh, that's still a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, why? Why does he work at a 7-Eleven? Why? Because there's totally not fucking... Arab cab drivers in the in New York, right? It's totally not a thing. It's not a thing for for Indian people to come over here and open up stores, and Asian people and Korean people to come to the United States and open up short stores. They don't open up nail salons. It well, also, happen, I right? mean, just it's because it's fake. a gas it's a station, lie. it's a media lie for the white man. Why is it even like? Why is it even a fucking uh, negative that this guy owns his own business? How many fucking people are complaining on their own business? Yeah, exactly. Just because it's a fucking gas station? Like, he doesn't just work at the gas station. He owns the fucking gas station. Stereotypes are real, okay? <laughs> you know why it's a, a stereotype that women are bad drivers? Because of the statistical data. You know why it's a stereotype that Asians are typically bad drivers? Because statistical data. Jesus fucking Christ. It's... <laughs>
There's a difference between an unbiased all, stereotype. We're okay with like or big biased black stereotype, stereotype right? Facts. <laughs> we're okay with that. Jesus fucking Christ. This is right up there with the idea of like Jap. Oh, Jap is a racial slur. Why is it a racial slur? Because people said it as a racial slur. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever said in my, I've ever heard in my life. Okay? Nobody has any problem with referring to people in any way like that otherwise. Nobody. But but if you oh if you say it that oh you can't say that because people used it as a, in a negative. Oh okay. Well let's just live in your reality where I start fucking saying the word gamer as a negative. Look at this fucking gamer. What a loser. What a gamer. Now all of a sudden flash forward it's the new n word. You can't say gamer. People used it in a negative connotation. Man, embrace the fucking word and stop being a little bitch. Jesus Christ. You know, this is so now Hank Azaria, you know, he's still going to work on the show because he does other voices. He does Mo and shit like Chief Wiggum and shit and Carl. <laughs> fucking. So he's still going to be there, but he's just not going to do a poo. A poo's just not going to exist anymore. So you're welcome, Indian people. Uh, white people have saved you. You have been saved by the white people that are so offended and outraged. And that's the world we live in now. Where uh, companies are going to knee jerk because people are going after advertisers and shit. We got to get it changed. We got to get it changed. It's a small group. It's just You're like not going to get it changed. You're going to get it removed. Just, just like, like the Overwatch uh, shit. Yep. <laughs> Overwatch in Belgium. Overwatch in Belgium. We we saved the Belgian people from loot boxes. No, you prevented them from being able to get skins this Halloween. I mean, That's you can still get done. them through gameplay, but you can't buy them anymore. How can you get them through gameplay? Like any other loot box. Eventually, every time you level up, yeah. If you level up, you, you level up and get a loot box. <laughs> yeah, but you can't buy them. You can't, no, you can't get them either. They're I illegal. Don't think that's true because it's considered gambling. No, it's not about selling the boxes. It's about them being considered gambling. Which, by the way, they're not gambling. Gambling is a zero sum game. Gambling means you either get nothing or something. That's what gambling means. That's why it's a gamble. You spend money to maybe get something or nothing, because because it's a gamble because you could possibly lose money if you. If you buy something and you definitely get something out of it, that's not a gamble. That's a guarantee. These people are fucking stupid. That's like saying that buying booster packs for Magic the Gathering is gambling. According to Belgium, it is because it's randomized. It's not a guaranteed purchase. It, it, I mean, might as well outlaw lottery tickets while we're at it. Just Do they have like, a lottery in Belgium. I don't know. But well, I mean, it's probably regulated. You could probably gamble if it's regulated somehow. It's but. the same concept, though. It's can't do anything where it's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Illegal. <laughs> it's illegal. Got to be well, a guarantee. You know, lottery is gambling, right? You like, <laughs> yes. Okay. You buy tickets and you can lose <laughs> and get nothing, sir. Good day. That's what I'm saying. So now they're going to have to outlaw lotteries. <laughs> it's like it's so fucking ridiculous. This is the insanity of what it looks like when you're stupid and you hate something and you fucking try to use the government as leverage. Well, this is how the it. argument usually happens. It's like you get something like this and they're like, "Well, no one's forcing these people to buy loot boxes." Like we said, if you don't want them, don't buy them. The reason that right. they're so popular is because people like them and buy them. And then the counter argument is like, "Well, what about people that have a gambling addiction?" It's like, okay, that's not Blizzard's fault. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's not Blizzard's fault. They're adults. It's like, well, stop. okay, stop selling this alcohol right because some people are alcoholics. Yeah. This goes right back to the poo shit. Stop trying to rescue people. 
They are adults. You have no fucking right to stand up and try to fucking tell people what they can and cannot do. New York City, well, maybe just the whole state of New York, outlawed two-liter sodas at a period in time because they're bad for you. It's so fucking insane to tell another adult. Joe Rogan has a thing about this on marijuana. It is insane to look at another adult human who you don't fucking know and say, you can't do that. You can't put that substance in your body. It's bad for you. So therefore, you can't do it, and I'm going to put you in a jail for it. I'm going to lock you in a cage because you did something to your body that I think is bad to it. Yeah, yet uh, sugar is still legal. Because <laughs> that, that's... Yeah, Imagine replace. sugar has no nutritional value, <laughs> makes people fat, gives people all kinds of diseases. It's like the root cause of like most of the health That's problems the in the West because there's way too much the fucking sugar. Yeah. New York outlawed it because it had sugar in it. That's the insanity of it. But it's it. not just That's sugar. It's also it starch. It's potatoes and pasta and all this other everything shit. Everything almost. Yeah. Almost everything. Like this is the insanity of it. This is why it's stupid to cave into these people. This is what it looks like when you play it out. People don't play out their ideals. They have a stupid ideal. They say it out loud and they never walk it out. Just walk it out. Just walk out the okay, big picture. Yeah, you got to step back and walk it the fuck out, man. What happens if we start banning everything that's bad for you? Oh, suddenly I can't eat candy bars. Can't have fruit. Can't have fruit juice unless it's 100% natural. Well, juice. what about people who are obese and can't control their eating? Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly you're a piece of shit. It's like, it's insanity, man. It's fucking insanity. Oh, you can't you can't do vaping because vaping is a little bit harmful to you. It's it's insane. It's like it's the insanity of the shit that we watch in television and movies, where everything's. It's like fucking Demolition Man made fun of this shit. You can fucking watch Demolition Man. Fucking swearing is outlawed. Right, like you can't have certain foods because it's bad for you. you. Can't have a cheeseburger, but they're all eating Taco Bell. It's fucking retarded. Okay? I saw this. I saw this probably ten years ago when they were talking about uh, nano machines. <laughs> I'm not even joking. They're talking about like clothing that would have nano machines and like with the rise of nanotechnology, like they would just put them in everything. Like you take a piss in your toilet, and your toilet would tell you if you're malnourished. If yeah. uh, you have a heart attack, the nano machines in your clothes will fucking alert the authorities and shit. So that's all, you know, good and shit. But what happens when uh, you order a pizza and the fucking AI is like, no, we're not going to let you do that because you need to lose weight. You shouldn't be eating that. Well, that's the scare tactic, right? I mean, and it and it doubles on that. The scare tactic is part of the reason why people think this way of like, we got to protect people constantly. It, it's a double-edged sword because then you get this scare tactic of like, well, what if the nanomachines take over, man? So now we can't have nanomachines. Nanomachines might kill everybody. But there's a there's a percentage chance Elon Musk said there's a percentage chance fucking Stephen Hawking said that he's worried about AI. So we can't make AI now because it might wipe everybody out, even though it might be the best thing to ever happen to humanity. It's like at the end of the day, maybe you should just shut the fuck up. And you know what? The boss no, that, was well, right. The point I was the, making is that not that the AI is going to tell you that you can't like someone has no, programmed the AI to be yes, like. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a double edged sword is what I'm saying. Like it's, do you want do you want freedom or do you want do you want everyone to be fucking to perfectly be, healthy and like that fucking episode two of Dark Mirror or Black Mirror where everyone has a job just fucking riding on an exercise bike. Listen, fucking Benjamin generating Franklin electricity. lived three hundred years ago. He's smarter than most of the people alive today because he was able to look at it and go, if you want security over freedom, you will end up with neither. Neither of them. Okay. You, you can freedom is the only option. 
There is no such thing as security. I used to tell people this all the time. Okay, we live in a galaxy surrounded by, we live in a solar system surrounded by two belts that consists of debris left over from the creation of this solar system when it formed. All right. Uh, no matter whether you believe in God or not, or whatever, 100% of what I'm about to tell you is possible. One of these fucking rocks can knock into the other one and come careening down to the planet and start to burn up in the atmosphere, okay? To the size of a Volkswagen and land on your house where you're sitting right now. And there's no warning. Nobody would know it's happening. It just happens. Bam! You're fucking dead. You're on the nightly news as a man that died as a fucking Volkswagen-sized meteor hit his house right where he was sleeping. Right where he was sitting. And you're dead. Nothing you can do. It's over. How about, how about that security now? Don't matter how many push-ups you did that morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can do as many squats as you want. That ain't going to help. So what are you going to do? You're going to live in a house that's like surrounded by fucking 50 inches of steel or some shit? You're going to live underground? Well, shit. Now, now you can have a one the size of Texas just comes and wipes out the whole fucking planet. Oh, shit. Now we got to... It just. I mean, that's a crazy out, thought, right? Like, imagine that, like, from some fucking to, formation of a galaxy, there's just this fucking asteroid moving at 99.9% .9 the speed of light that's, like, seven times the size of the fucking sun. You'll never see it coming. It'll just the entire fucking solar system is just decimated. Sorry, it was crazy. Space is scary. <laughs> like my yeah, worst fear listen, is it just float point. out in space. That's the whole point is that there's nothing you can do. So calm the fuck down. Live your life and stop fucking. The boss had it right, and Kojima is God. Okay, <laughs> he gets it. The boss's whole mantra that solid snake that that big boss rather. The big boss and Major Zero couldn't figure out the boss's message until it was too late. And the boss's message was simple. And I'm going to get a tattoo of it on my arm one day in Katakana. Leave as little impact on the planet as possible because you're nothing. Okay? You, the whole point is you are not special. And the world is not going to, you can't protect everybody. And you can't change the world to be perfect. So the best thing you can do is try not to have. Try to have as little impact on everybody else as possible because you're not better than anyone. Okay? So if you want to find some, just live your life, be a good person to yourself and others around you, and just stop trying to fucking coddle people and protect them and be a hero. It's not real. Heroes don't exist, okay? You, you look at all of our superheroes. We fucking write them as people with special powers that uh, don't need to be brave because they can just have special powers, right? Oh, the Flash is brave. No, he's really fast. He's like, you don't have to be brave. <laughs> you know who's brave? Is Most of the brave people are dead. So if you want to be dead, there you go. Be brave. <laughs> well, they got to write in, like, villains in situations that, like, are match the powers of these people. Like, Superman's <laughs> yeah. always dealing with, like, fucking giant space monsters and fucking, uh, like, oh, there's an asteroid. Oh, let's bring the nuke to outer space. You know, something crazy like that. And the fact of the matter is the world is always going to be unfair and unequal. The best you can do is create the best equal opportunity you possibly can. And when it comes to art, and I can't believe that it's people on the left that do this shit. Of all people, I expect people on the right, like religious nutbags, to be so fucking hands-on, fucking controlly when it comes to art. Art is 
interpretive. It is specifically something that like college kids and fucking latte drinkers are big proponents of. And yet those same people are the ones going around saying a poo shouldn't exist in the Simpsons. Dude, the Simpsons is art. You have no right to tell them how to portray their art. You ingest it or you don't. It's just, it's like walking into a fucking museum and saying, take this one down. I don't like it. <laughs> fucking stupid. This song shouldn't exist because I don't like Justin Bieber's music. Fuck you. You are not as important as you think you are. Okay? And this is why Disney sucks. Because it's made a bunch of fucking people think that they're important. You're going to die and no one's going to remember you. Simple as that. That's the that's your odds. Nice uplifting uh, message here. The best odds you have <laughs> is that somebody might remember you. A person. If you're not a piece of shit to them. So you know what? <laughs> Try not to be a piece of shit. And if other people out there are pieces of shit, just, just revel in the idea that they're not going to be remembered because people aren't going to like them. You don't need to fight the Nazis in, in their fucking, in, in, in the trenches anymore. They don't exist. Okay? We won. Get over it. You ever seen that made-for-TV movie, Merlin, with Sam yes. Neill? Remember how that ended? They were trying to fight. Like The whole idea is that, uh, I don't know, what was her fucking name? Was it Morgana? Might have been Morgana. Yeah. But she's Morgana. based on, no, it wasn't. Whatever. Her, Morgana's mother. She, uh, Whatever. She, yeah. she was a pagan god, and all the pagan gods just, uh, they only exist because people believe in them. Right. So when they start losing their power because of Christianity, of that show, um, well, at the end, he American was like, look, we can't beat you. So we're just going to forget you. And they fucking yeah. just turn around and walk away. That's exactly. And she just disappears. Because yeah, apparently they were the last three people story. on the planet to remember with the pagan gods. Moral to that story. Exactly. That's the moral of the story. Who the fuck is Achilles? Everybody knows who Achilles is, right? Because he, he spent his entire life trying to be remembered in a time where remembrance was a big fucking deal. Who's Donald Trump? Everybody knows who the fuck Donald Trump is because he's done the same thing in our modern times. Same concept, a little bit different. If you want to be remembered, you got to do really grand shit. Getting together in a mob and fucking getting somebody to change some shit like the fucking character in a goddamn TV show, ain't nobody going to remember that. Ten years from now, nobody will remember it. It might be brought up in a similar situation, like if somebody's talking about something that's similar, it might be brought up. But 100 years from now, 200 years from now, nobody will remember you, your mob, or the TV show that you got changed. And realistically, what have you done? What impact have you made on the world? What impact have you made? You just shit on other uh, people and what they enjoy. Realistically speaking, you've maybe made it to where some Indian kid doesn't pursue a Hollywood career. That's realistically what you've done. Because the, the Indian kid that's growing up watching Apu, seeing how smart he is and understanding what he's capable of doing, uh, he doesn't look at look into, oh, it's a white actor, I guess I won't do that. He sees it as a character, just like when you're growing up, okay? When you're growing up watching a cartoon show, Dragon Ball or something like that, you understand that those aren't real people, that they're characters. But you still aspire to be like some of them, maybe. You still see, like, the bravery or, like, you know, you see how Vegeta in Dragon Ball is capable of becoming a villain to a good guy by finding a family and, and seeing, like, caring for them and shit like that and understanding that that's what he really wants in the world. Despite the fact that you know he's not fucking real. 
You don't have to relate with him. You're not a super saiyan, you idiot. <laughs> You're not a fucking monkey from space. You, it, you don't need to. I play fucking... I play... Like, I've played Tomb Raider my entire life as a kid. I never once went, man, if only this was a fucking dude. I don't need... I've played Tomb Raider more than I've played Uncharted. I like Uncharted more because it's more of like an Indiana Jones comical thing. But I played Tomb Raider my whole life as a kid and never once did I go, well, I'm not playing this because it's a girl. I can't relate to that. This, they need you to have probably a, play more female characters in games when given the choice than, than I do. More than anyone, yeah, actually. Yeah. You always default to a female. What's that say about you? Well, I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of things that it says about me. It says that I'm comfortable. It says that you like smaller hitboxes. I like smaller hitboxes. <laughs> I'm comfortable with myself. I like the female form. Uh, I prefer to play around with the female form than I do the male form. And that's not some stupid shit where I'm like, I'd rather look at a girl's ass. I'm not looking at the character at all when I play video games. Uh, a lot of it has to do with like World of Warcraft. Uh, some of the female anim animations are better. They look cooler to me uh, on casting animations. Night Elves, we're looking at you. Here. Yeah, Night Elves. Night Elf male versus Night Elf female. I mean, it's bar none. No question. It's not about sexuality. It's about how cool they look. Uh, when it comes to character creation, I feel a little more comfortable. And whatever, I feel a little more comfortable playing around with females, the female body than I am the male body. Whatever. I don't try to make myself in video games. I typically role play characters and I like role playing female badasses because there's probably a part of me that's a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say sexual sexist or misogynistic, but you know, a lot of my fantasies evolve, evolve around uh, badass females in uh, video games. Fucking me. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying like, you know, uh, I do play male characters a lot. Um, in certain games, especially when I'm role playing, but you know, I mean, it just it just comes down to what it feels like. I feel like a female assassin is a lot cooler than a male assassin, but I feel like a male barbarian is a lot cooler than a female barbarian. I'm a little fifty fifty on that one. I feel like uh, like a male wizard is cooler than a female. Wizard. It's just it just all depends. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I I get that sometimes. Is, Even I playing uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. After you get to pick other people to go out in the field, oh, yeah. like having the uh, the one girl that you get that's actually good, fucking flaming buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having her decked out in uh, the sneaking suit with the fucking yeah. balaclava, she looks that's badass. Cool. She looks badass. Yeah, right out. You don't need to be the person that you say. It's like the okay, the Scarlett Johansson. Just to top it out, to talk about what we're meaning with the Apu thing. Scarlett Johansson was going to do a role as a trans woman. <clears throat> and this kind of comes back to the Apu thing, the last note on it. Um, she was going to do a role as a trans woman. And uh, she stepped down from it because of backlash from 0.001% of the population that is transsexual or gay or part of the LGBT group. That's the, that's the statistical data on it. That's how many people in the United States belong to that group. And uh, <clears throat> can I back down? Can on I verify? It. Now the movie's not going to happen. What? Can we verify that statistic? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's a pretty small statistic. So if, while he's doing that, let me explain how statistics work to people uh, when it comes to population. You, you obviously, there's 300 million people in uh, the United States. About uh, a quarter of that are children. 
So they're pretty much ineligible. 4.5% of adult Americans identified as LGBT. Yeah, the whole group. <clears throat> well, you're looking at one study. Go through other studies and see why I explain this. Well, um, this is just Wikipedia. Um, and by the way, LGBT, they're, they're including everything. Lesbian, gay, trans, bisexual. Yep. Uh, when you're talking about gay people, it's a very small percentage of that 4%. More people are bisexual than gay. When you're talking about trans, it's even smaller percentage than than gay people. Um, and whenever they ask questions, you got to be careful about certain studies because they'll ask questions like, have you ever had a gay experience? Yes. Boom. Gay. Well, that's not what gay means. Gay is a lifestyle. Well, here's here's a quick breakdown for women. 1.3% uh, uh, gay or lesbian. 5.5% bisexual. Something else doesn't even register. Mm -hmm. uh, heterosexual, 92.3%. Did not report, 0.9%. For men, gay, lesbian, 1.9%. I don't know how you'd be a male lesbian, but whatever. <laughs> Fucking bisexual, 2%. Something else doesn't even register. Heterosexual, 95.1%. Did not report, 1%. Now, consider, by the way, in terms of like a representation, 4% uh, of your film should have gay people in it. 4% of your film should have a gay per, of a gay person in it. That, that's what we mean. That's what representation actually is. So when people say things like uh, Indian people aren't represented, aren't, aren't represented enough in, in film, gay people aren't represented enough in film, black people aren't represented enough in film, they are overrepresented because, of the, because representation is based off the statistics of the population. That's just how it works. So how do they get statistics? You can't ask uh, 300 million people, and about a quarter of those are children who are ineligible. So how do you ask these people? Well, you go around and you ask 1,000 people, and you ask them the question. And you take that data and put it aside. You go ask a different group of 1,000 people. You do this three times. The more times you do it, the more accurate your statistic becomes. Three is a pretty good number if you really don't want to put a bunch of resources to it. And you take the averages out of those two, and there's your percentage. That's the averages. That's how it works. Okay. <clears throat> um, so people complained about this because a trans person because she was taking jobs from a trans person trans actors now I'm I'm certain there are transsexual actors out there I can't name a single one off the top of my head maybe RuPaul technically was an actor um, I don't know is that person even still alive I don't know I haven't heard from them in a long time uh, certainly there are probably no-name trans actors out there that want to get that job. And good for them. They could... Well, what, Paul wasn't even trans. It wasn't just a... Uh, I'm sorry. Drag queen? Cross-dresser, drag queen. Well, I'm not, I don't know. That's what they used to is call that drag queens. That's that what they used to call trans people, right? I don't know. Now, trans is when I think I you... Well, I don't know. Thing, but I, I know it's not the same thing, but that's what they used to call people that might have been trans. I mean, transsexual is, a, is kind of a new term. Uh you can't really tell back in the eighties because you do have cross-dressers who just enjoy dressing up as women, but then you trans people are people that want to transition. Trans people are the definition of a trans person is someone that's transitioning between sexes. So uh, if you look at someone like Blair white, who has had the full on operation from male to female, that's not a transsexual person anymore that by all accounts shouldn't be considered a woman unless you have a problem. Well, like you got Eddie Izzard, right? The British comedian. Yeah, he says he's, a, well, he says he's a transvestite, but he's just, but he's, he just he's, likes, he's still a heterosexual male. Trans. Well, no, he just, he's still a heterosexual. So well, is there a difference? Using the words, he's, he's, using, he's using the words incorrectly because 
this is my opinion, but by definition, transsexual is that you're transitioning to the other sex. So I don't really uh, take you serious if it takes you 15 to 20 years to transition to the sex to the other sex, unless you have money problems. If you're Eddie Izard and you got money and you haven't transitioned yet and you still call yourself trans. No, that's what I'm saying. He's not transsexual. He says he's a transvestite. He's heterosexual male. He just likes dressing up in women's clothing. Is that what transvestite is? I don't know. Look it up. Let's get our facts right. A person typically a man who derives pleasure from dressing in clothes primarily associated with the opposite sex. Okay, so crossdresser, transvestite is the same thing. Okay, yeah, he's a crossdresser. He's a transvestite, crossdresser, same thing. <clears throat> so that's different. So would that be considered a trans person? No, trans would be transsexual, right? Because that's what that's what Scarlett Johansson was supposed to play as. So let's let's play this out. Let's walk this out like we've been talking about the whole the this last part of the podcast. Let's walk it out. Okay, Scarlett Johansson is a blockbuster hit. Any movie she's in makes money. So if you want your movie to make money, you want a lot of people to see your movie and your story about a transsexual person, and to get it exposed to more people, you put a big-name actor in it. So if you're a transsexual person and you want people to know and understand the plights of transsexual people, you might want Scarlett Johansson to play that transsexual person. But if you're a stupid fucking idiot that wants to play identity politics instead... <clears throat> you'll uh, bully that's right bully Scarlett Johansson out of the role so that some B-tier no-name transsexual uh, actor can come in and not act not act in a role but actually just be themselves which is not acting uh, it's like well, is that what we're going to do now we're going to hire we're not going to have actors anymore we're going to hire people that you fucking piece of shit you hiring somebody that's not actually a goddamn construction worker <clears throat> Is that the world we're going to live in? <coughs> like, it's not about, it's, it's, it's like, where does representation stop? It's just like the sugar thing. It gets out of control. Where does it stop? Like, you, you, you fucking, you're making a movie about Elon Musk. He's still alive. You piece of shit. Just have Elon Musk be the character. <laughs> He's not an actor. Okay. It's not his profession. He doesn't understand the ins well, and outs. That's the thing is a lot of people just have knee jerk reactions. They like, they come across a situation, they make the judgment first and then reason it out later. And when you try to apply that reasoning to, you know, the big picture, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. And you look at the situation we have now, Scarlett Johansson isn't going to play the character. Some no name trans person will, and nobody will see that movie hardly at all. Is that movie even coming out? Didn't they I just... don't even know what the name of it. Do you know what the name of it is? No. <laughs> no, of course you don't. Because it never got marketed because Scarlett Johansson was never a part of it. You'll never see a trailer of it because unless somebody in the trans community shows you and that's the only people that are going to see it, small handful of people on the grand stage of things in the grand scheme of things, millions of people could have saw it, but now hundreds of thousands will see it if even, uh, and Hey, that trans person got a job though. Golf clap <laughs> representation. <laughs> my dude. So, uh, Apu <clears throat> was a stereotypical character. So now Apu is not in The Simpsons, so there's no representation of some Indian man in uh, in that. <clears throat> and what, are we supposed to have an actual Indian come play Apu? They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Plus, have you heard that's Hank Azaria? He's a really good voice acting. actor. You wouldn't even tell a difference. Works. Well, there's so many Indian actors. Yes, they have, they have lives. Okay. It doesn't work that way. I, I get that you sit back and you go, man, this would be the greatest Avengers lineup if it was this guy and this guy and this guy. Those guys have lives, okay? 
It's not like a studio. It's not like the Simpsons can just go to anybody and be like, you're in our show. It doesn't work. They, ha they can ask them, but that person might come back and be like, the Simpsons? Is that even relevant anymore? I'm not going to be on the Simpsons. I don't do voice acting, first of all. I'm an actor. I want my face to be out there. I mean, does anybody even know off the top of their head? I do, but does anybody listening right now even know what the guy looks like? The guy who voices... I'm not going to say his name again because you've probably forgotten. What, the guy who voices a poo. What's his name and what does he look like? Oh, wait. And then I'll consider... Now, consider that. Consider if you're sitting there and actually thinking that you don't remember. Just consider that uh, we've said his name several times this entire podcast. I mean, voice actors. Steve Bloom. Does anybody right off the top of their head know what Steve Bloom looks like? Jessica Hale. These are the two most important voice actors in the industry of video games. Okay? So just think about it. The guy that voices Leon Kennedy in Resident Evil. I know some people that listen Which to the one? podcast are Resident Evil fans. Which one? Either of them. Anybody know their face? Uh, mm -hmm. I know one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's voice actors don't get their face out there. But hey, who plays the big Lebowski? Yeah. Think about any fucking character from a film and you immediately, who plays uh, in Men in Black? Who are some of the actors in Men in Black? Easy. There's even people where you don't know their fucking name, but you're like, I know that guy from somewhere. I know that guy from somewhere. Exactly. That's how powerful it is to have FaceTime. This is why every fucking superhero movie you see, they take the fucking mask off all the time. It's annoying. I know. You watch it and you're like, put the fucking mask back on, Spider-Man. I was taking the fucking hood off uh, all the goddamn time. If you ever watched the Flash TV show, every other <laughs> scene, he's just like zipping out of the suit or he goes to like, you know, he puts his hands on his face, they cut away and they cut back and that fucking mask is off he's always taking his fucking mask off always that's how that's the point why do you think that in the new fucking uh star wars movies kylo ren doesn't have a mangled fucked up face and requires that mask so he can fucking take it off so and not be darth vader time yeah it's called screen time and it's in certain actors contract that's why there's a camera on the inside of the iron man suit think about how relevant that is to see a face close-up of tony stark inside the iron man suit he does. It's not, you know, anybody could easily go, well, that's for emotional. So pain. everyone can just focus on that mustache from the first movie and be like, is that penciled on? That's for emotional <laughs> face acting. Bullshit. He's never doing anything emotional in those scenes. Hardly ever. Some of them, sure. Like when he's trying to call Pent uh, or what's his name? Uh, fucking God damn it. I don't whatever. When he's trying to call her when he's fucking in outer space as he's taking the nuke up into the fucking in the first Avengers movie. Sure. That one. But most of the time he's just talking there's no like physical acting on this he's face actually face. talking to an ai so yeah <laughs> that's the power of that so a lot of these actors aren't just going to go on because they've been asked okay now how many indian actors exist in the united states as big name actors that draw in a lot of uh, a lot of stuff i'm just for example this kind of goes back to the trans thing how many indian actors are they you're going to go to bollywood and get those people have you ever watched a fucking Bollywood movie? Yeah, they're not fucking good. garbage. Fucking garbage. Okay, they can't stop singing. Every fucking thing is got. I'm not even. It's not even a fucking stereotype. It's real. Okay. <clears throat> I've been to Malaysia. I've watched Bollywood on television. Okay, they get it there. I, it's it's not a joke. You laugh out loud because it actually happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
stereotypes are real. They're all real, and they're okay, by the way. There's nothing wrong with it. You know why like, white I've, people I've said this before. Here's the time for my, my principle. Here's my principle, right? Everyone is out there like... I think because I said white people, and it sounds like I'm getting into a race. White thing. people! Yeah, okay. Fair <laughs> like, uh, everybody has stereotypes for each group of people, whether it be your race or, like, your ethnicity or even, like, jobs and shit or, or sex or whatever, gender. Everybody's like, everybody talks like white people don't have negative stereotypes and shit, right? Well, the fact that black people have a big dick stereotype is technically a negative stereotype on anyone that's not black, right? Because big dicks are a big issue in when it comes to the the sex game, when when it comes to you know laying with women and shit. But we just, most people, and it's <laughs> what year is it laying with women? Right? <laughs> <laughs> laying with women I'm when, I, when you court a woman women. <laughs> when you're a suitor most so what's this what's the stupidity stereotype let's just pick one out right now because i'm white so i have to pick one against myself what's the stereotype for stupid people when you think of a stupid person what stereotype does anyone immediately jump to? why redneck. redneck white redneck now i grew up in the south my family talks like that in fact, my wife can barely understand half my relatives. But I spent most of my life on the internet uh, and playing JRPGs and reading. So I don't sound like that. Sometimes I might get angry or something and uh, a word slips, but I don't even use some of the words. Like right there. I don't, like that sounded a little, you know, whatever. Um, I don't even use them word things. <laughs> got ourselves a reader but look what's happening i'm laughing about it amazing i'm having a good time and laughing look, the about more it. offense you take the shit the more power you give them exactly which is why <laughs> this is my point right people are always talking about like their pride their racial pride their ethnic pride like pride is the shit world wars are made of like just <laughs> it's, it's, don't try to fucking like be, we're all the same no we are we're all fucking way, different a, we all have, have a, hold on no you hold on this time <laughs> yeah, okay we I'll all have our differences thing, though, but yeah like why <laughs> can't i be like hey i'm white i suck at sports you're black and you like chicken <laughs> not really but cool whatever man high five like just embrace that we're fucking different and be fucking civil about it yeah. jesus well, fucking christ point. stop taking <laughs> offense to shit even to your point, like, okay, you're black and you don't like chicken. I'm sorry. Most of your people do. Okay. Most people do. Most well, I yeah, fucking most love do. fried chicken and I watermelon like chicken. and grape soda. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the stereotypes. It's delicious. The point, the point is, just because you're not a part of the stereotype doesn't mean you need to take offense, man. I'm different. Oh, good for you. Okay? Most white people like mac and cheese. I fucking love mac and cheese. Oh God, there's, it's the best. There's white people out there that can don't. I just tell you? Let me let me give you. This is Mike's cooking so recipe what? for. This is for uh, the best mac and cheese you ever get. All everything you need is at Aldi. So this costs you probably twenty bucks for like a week's worth of mac and cheese. The All right, people you, that don't know Aldi is like the the poor person's uh, grocery store. Yeah, here in North Carolina. Well, it's it's in a lot of places. You've probably seen one. Whatever. Here's what you do. You go and you buy two bags of shells, pasta shells, right? Because shells are always better. They like they're little uh, bowls for your cheese. All right. You go get a pint of heavy cream. You get the low sodium bacon and you get uh, the giant brick of Aldi brand Velveeta, right? It's like two pounds of this shit. And you, uh, you put the heavy cream 
in the uh, in in like a pan thing. Add some salt and pepper, maybe if you want. Uh, and then you cut up the giant brick into slices, like an inch thick, just so they melt easier. And you add them like two at a time. And you let it melt. Add two more. So one point pint of heavy cream, and you add the entire fucking two pound brick of Aldi cheese. Cook the bacon separately, not till it's crispy. You don't want that crispy, burnt taste in bacon. Just until it's edible, basically. A little, little bit firm. Uh, and then you cook your shells, and then you just mix the three. Take mm. the grease off the bacon, dry it off a little bit, put it in with the shells, dump all that heavy cream and Aldi cheese all over and mix it together. And then uh, bake it if you want. You know, Put it in a casserole dish and put some breadcrumbs on top and bake that shit until the top's crispy. And man... It's the best fucking mac and cheese you'll ever have. Guaranteed. And it's super fucking easy and cheap. And it's really bad for you. So don't do it. Yeah, every, every white guy's got their own recipe. Yeah. The low sodium <laughs> bacon is the trick. You use regular bacon, it's craft, too salty. Mine's just craft box mac and cheese. And then you just mix in uh, dehydrated flavored potato mix <laughs> with milk until you get a yeah, nice good casserole. <laughs> Mac and um, cheese casserole. Look, white people are serious about our mac and cheese and our casserole. <laughs> and it doesn't upset us. Okay. <laughs> I got I got a pretty good sized penis. All right. I'm not upset that there's a stereotype that white dudes don't have big dicks. My wife Whatever. says it's a good size. My wife <laughs> says it's almost big enough. Okay. <laughs> I think the, her exact words were it's fine. I know that cuckoldry <laughs> is like across the spectrum now, but it's stereotypically a white guy. And you watch any, you watch amateur porn and cuckoldry is across the spectrum. You watch professional porn and it's always some fat white guy with a collar around his neck. Like, ah, no, not my wife with a black man. And she's like, he's better. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> okay, I'm not. No, you I watch. Don't. You fucking watch. <laughs> It doesn't upset me as a white guy that that's that my people are. You know who my people are? My people are uh, video gamers. People are like people like Seeker who hate other people. People that's who hate people. people. That's our political party. The people who why hate people you, party. Why don't you find people <laughs> that have something in common with you that has nothing to do with your fucking skin color? You degenerate pieces. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Also, little... here, here's the other thing that's kind of interesting. A lot of other uh, races and nationalities kind of have like this unspoken bond. Right, yeah. and they, that nod in public, like, hey, we kind of get each other even though we never met. White people don't have that. We have no sense of, like, community of, well, right. I mean, not necessarily community, but it's not like we just bond with other white people Yeah, I wait we don't know. in my neighborhood, not not because they're white. <laughs> I don't walk by, I don't walk past white people in the grocery store and go like, what's up, white yeah. guy? <laughs> I, I, I see people in my neighborhood driving and I wave at them, but that's that's courtesy. That's called neighbor neighborliness. It's it's to let people know in the neighborhood that this is a nice neighborhood and we're all kind of expected. to. Be I waved to. So I hope they acknowledge that I could have hit them with my car and didn't. <laughs> now, people will snap back with that. I know that I know the SJWs <laughs> out there right now are like, well, that's because you're white in a majority white country and you don't have to deal with the problems of being persecuted. Well, then leave. Find your own place in the world. OK. It's an it's a giant rock in space. Look, I don't feel like I have things very like well. I mean, elsewhere. I don't have a lot of money By or opportunities, way, and yeah, I could probably put more effort into it. But at the same time, nothing's fucking handed to me, and I know I'm just way, one person. <laughs> and a sample size of one doesn't mean shit. But like, By the way, my brown wife and I had this conversation. White people are the minority on the planet. 
Most history. people are not white on the whole planet. So you have a place hey, somewhere you know, if you, you don't know, feel like you fit in. How many, uh, do you know what the most popular fruit on the planet Earth is? Take a guess without looking it up. Fucking bananas, isn't it? Mango. <laughs> mango, okay. Has, I bet you most people haven't even well, fucking eaten a mango. A lot of places. Yeah, and it's yeah. fucking delicious. But uh, most people probably haven't tried a mango. Banana because those fucking things are everywhere. Banana gets in everything, man. <laughs> I know, right? Even if it just banana touches guys. it, the whole thing tastes like banana. Fucking banana. I hate bananas. God. And uh, you know what? I really like vanilla pudding. And it looks I just do. like banana pudding. It. And I've been disappointed so many fucking times. Is this vanilla pie. cream pie? Fuck! Banana! Makes, <laughs> yeah. Every, my mom makes this shit while she'll take banana pudding and put it in a pan. And then she'll put like little fucking, those little fucking vanilla wafers on top. And you're like, oh shit, vanilla wafers on top pudding? That's got to be vanilla pudding. And you eat it and you're like, it's fucking banana. Those are banana wafers. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. So I was like, when my mom made shit one, one, uh, one time on Thanksgiving. I was like, can you just make a vanilla pie? You know? I just want to see what a vanilla pie tastes like. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. It was There's the a best. family recipe in, in my family, a vanilla cream pie, and it's fucking great. And people think I'm like, what do you mean vanilla cream? You mean plain? I'm like, no, vanilla is not plain. Grow some fucking taste buds. Vanilla is Chocolate a- cream pie? No, banana cream pie? No, just vanilla cream pie. I know there's vanilla extract and everything, but Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Some people don't like overpowering flavor all the time, punching you in the face. It's the subtleness. Yeah, it's delicious. Vanilla is the best flavor. This is why we're white. This is why we're white. Everything is vanilla. Vanilla is the best flavor. I'm sorry. Plain. We're just fucking plain. Fucking vanilla is the best. My God. Vanilla ice cream, vanilla fucking everything. Give me vanilla chocolate if I get it. White chocolate, you say? Give it to yeah. me. I'll take it. Can I get chocolate without the chocolate taste? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> you got just sugar cookies, man? I'll what if I take cookies. the vanilla cream pie and put it in an Oreo crust? Oh, fuck you! Vanilla cream pie! <laughs> vanilla crust, goddammit. <laughs> you want to make that fucking homemade crust with vanilla extract, you piece of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> So I was going to think of like an experiment, like a thought experiment as we close out this long ass podcast, but I think I've forgotten it. You um, forgot the thought and experiment. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. But then we got on a tangent about stuff. Well, vanilla, you know, vanilla, <laughs> <laughs> the best vanilla. Oh, okay. I remember <clears throat> vanilla reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little thought experiment just to end on the note of the Apu stuff and all the shit we've talked about, bring it all together. I want to give you a little thought experiment to play on um, just to kind of, it's a process of walking things out. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want you to think about how you feel right now as I say these phrases Uh, and they're not remotely terrible phrases. I just want to, I want to get your feel for, let's say uh, Latino pride. How does that make you feel when I say that? No matter what group you're from, just think about how that makes you feel. And then I say something like, Asian pride or Chinese pride or American pride, or I say black pride or brown pride or white pride. Right? Oh, you, well, you can't say that. <laughs> you say all these things out. It get, So understand the silliness. The, po- the point of this is for you to understand the silliness of how we interpret words and give them power and meaning uh, to the degree that it, it just turns out to be really silly when you 
walk this shit out. So when you have a thought and you get offended by something, you have a thought, walk some shit out. If you have an idea about what you think should be the way something is, walk it out. And remember that you're on the planet in the year 2018, currently when this podcast is being recorded. And uh, civilization's been around for about five, 6,000 years. So relax, okay? You don't have it all figured also, out. Also, when you get you. offended by a person who says something, also try to think of their intent. Like people tend to take things and interpret their words as the most the, the worst intent there can possibly be like this whole Megan Kelly thing talking about Halloween she must be a hateful racist no she probably just you know maybe shouldn't have said on, said that on the air but there's nothing wrong that she did it's an opinion do you think she's really a hateful person or do you think it's just some shit that maybe could have been worded better and look if like, there's chill the fuck that, out there's people that dressed up in certain ways, whatever, man, just let it go. I saw a picture of a guy that was dressed up as Trayvon Martin, like from like 2000, 2009 or something. And he was like dressed as Trayvon Martin. He had Skittles in one hand and whatever in the other hand. And like he had a gunshot wound in the middle. That's very tasteless. That guy's a douchebag. But here's a reality check. A lot of people are douchebags. Okay, relax. If you see a picture like that and you're like, oh, my God. You are so fucking naive, okay? Understand that most people that you meet and know, even your family and friends, are douchebags in some way or another. Secretly yeah, my 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 I'm uncle Jeff, my uncle Jeff, God rest him. <laughs> when I was about eight years old, gave me uh, a real good piece of advice that I still live by to this day. He said, "Mike, look around at ten people. Nine of them are assholes." <laughs> so. That's and take that and then live is, by that. The reality is, is that nine of them are assholes because you can't realize yourself that you're also an asshole. Yeah. Or, you know, they're, they're like us where they don't, they don't hate black people or Asian people or gay people. They just hate people. And some, some of those people, people happen to be black and gay, and but hey, also white or prejudice. Let them be fucking prejudiced. If people want to be prejudiced, whatever, if it's due to their ignorance or whatever, who fucking try to educate them. If you can, if you, if you care that much, I don't care enough to educate people. If I, I mean, unless I care about them, then I try to educate them because I hate to see them wrong. But I'm not, I don't have this like goal to go around educating the world. That's not my job. If I wanted to do that, I'd become a professor or some shit. You know, like if you want to do that, fine, go at it. But don't be so upset when people don't give a fuck about what you say or care about the shit as much as you do. You know that most people just want to go about their daily lives and are trying to make it day by day. Yeah, the people you hear about that take issue with all this shit, vocal minority. And even on also, the other side, the people who are, uh, yeah. you know, equally loud trying to tell these people that they're wrong, vocal minority. Most people just want to mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. make it through the day, make a paycheck and get on with their fucking lives and you'll never hear from them. Yeah. And by the way, most of the time when you hear people saying fucked up shit, take a step back all right, and realize they're probably having a bad fucking day. Right. Everybody says shit to their significant others or their family members that they don't mean when they're upset. I mean, you dig back far enough and anyone's fucking Twitter feed, you're going to find something you take offense to. Everyone says shit that they regret at some point. No one's perfect. There's no reason to ruin someone's career over. Right. Most of the time. 
Listen, maybe you, and, and to give an, an example, maybe you believe that transgenderism, something we've talked about today, is okay and acceptable and a wonderful thing and that it should be encouraged. Some people believe it's a mental illness and it's no different than telling an anorexic person they really are fat. That's their opinion versus your opinion, okay? These aren't facts we're dealing with. Most shit are opinions when, we, when it comes to talking about ideas like that. Facts are usually scientific metric data that can be studied and reasoned with in terms of like using the scientific method or mathematics or study. When it comes to your opinion of whether or not gay is right or wrong, that's just an opinion. And if you think that if you sit back and I've had to say this a lot to people on Reddit, if you think if you sit back and you look at somebody that, you know, thinks a different way to you understand the mentality of it. It's easy for you to sit here and think to yourself, well, it's normal to think that gay people are acceptable and normal. It's normal. But I mean, thousands of years ago, people thought the earth was flat. And if you judge those people with your standards what, today, what do you mean thousands of years ago? Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying like <laughs> the majority, the majority of people a long time ago thought the earth was flat. And if you were to take today's standards where you were born and raised in a world where everybody already knows it's not flat and you have a significant advantage over those people, you're kind of an asshole when you judge them with your modern day standards of what is considered right, wrong or moral. And that's a factual thing I'm, uh, I'm discussing there. That's factual. Whereas opinion based is even worse because what you think is moral today 300 years ago, slavery was considered moral because it was the idea that you owned, that people could be owned as property, by the way, and nothing to do with skin color. It's just people could be owned as property. That was the moral argument. Okay. And it was through indentured servitism and all this shit. You take today's morals that you were born and raised with. That's an advantage you have over people 300 years ago, where most people were born and raised thinking it was morally acceptable. Today, most people were born and raised understanding that it's not morally acceptable. And you notice I say understanding because I believe that it's also not morally acceptable to have slaves. We have that advantage. And you're kind of an asshole to look back on history and go, fucking Robert E. Lee, what a piece of shit. He, it's, it's just not a fair thing to do. It's very, un, it's very unfair to do that. And it's dishonest to, to look at things like that and judge them with today's morals because you know what a hundred years ago 300 or sorry a hundred years from now 300 years from now you might be a piece of shit to somebody yeah just by i the don't way think you you're the most morally reprehensible fucking person ever and for all the shit that's your going entire on life trying to get a statue of you erected in the name of transgenderism because you fucking talked scarlett johansson out of a role and you got a statue of yourself built and then 300 years from now somebody wants to tear a statue of you down because 300 years from now it's seen morally as you know, ir irresponsible to be telling people that they should totally disfigure their bodies and shit. I'm not saying that's right or wrong now. I'm not saying that I agree with that or what my opinion is on that. I'm just saying it could absolutely be that 300 years from now, it is morally accepted by the majority of people that transgender and uh, is, a, is a mental disorder and that promoting that is no different than promoting somebody that's anorexic thinking that they're fat and they want to tear your statue down. That's that's the that's the kind of mentality that people are approaching with things. You can't be like yeah, that. And man. you can think like, hey, that'll never happen, you know, but 300 years ago, the question of slavery wasn't even like, is this right or wrong? It just was. 
It's like take right. something like that that you take for granted today. And then exactly. 300 years from now, what you think is 100% morally right is actually 100% morally wrong and being judged for that on History tomorrow's standards. History is a great teacher. Just look back at it. That's all you got to do. And understand that the best thing you can learn from history is that what you think is normal now <laughs> will not be considered normal in the future. It's just the way it is. That's all I got to say about that. So there we finally hit on the mostly part of electronic gaming. Mostly. 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 For the first time, the last time. <laughs> so we didn't have a podcast last weekend because I was out on my anniversary getaway. So yeah. that's two two podcasts in a row that are two weeks worth of content. So uh, from now on, hopefully, uh, we'll be doing a podcast every week. Maybe not Christmas. There might be a break at Christmas. Whatever. But uh, if you are one of our six listeners, uh, thank you. And sorry for the interruption. Yeah. But I think that's going to wrap sorry. it up for today. Well, you're not sorry. You just, you've been around. You could have well, done I'm it by not. yourself. You could have just sent me a recording and I would have. don't owe you shit. <laughs> we are doing this out of the goodness of our hearts. I take it back. Pay me. <laughs> All right. So you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sheeker127. Also on tw uh, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. Just look up Seeker127 or Seeker127 Gaming and you'll find me there. Yeah. Do I'm you care? Do you even want to do the spiel? I'm increasingly less available on twitch.tv slash thegabbler. <laughs> but I'm pretty popular <clears throat> on Twitter, man. Oh, I just want to say this because I've had uh, my browser open and it's been cycling through news stories. But every time I see the name Meghan Markle, I think Mana Marco from Oblivion. I'm just like, the Man princess Marco. marrying who? Mana Marco? <laughs> No, it's a trap. He's a necromancer. <laughs> Get out of there. But I hear the it in passing, and I'm like, is that they talking about Oblivion? By no. the way, if they the next fucking Elder Scrolls they make, they better fucking put in some way to become an arch, a lich, or a fucking necromancer like they did with vampires and werewolves. God damn it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Ultimate power. <laughs> okay. That's for next time. We will talk about that next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm do you want to uh, give your uh, social media and stuff? Follow. Do you care? Yeah, I already plugged it uh, at, at TG Gabbler. I'm going to go watch my new favorite movie, Hocus Pocus. It's a porn parody. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I think the wife's about to come home with chicken wings, so I'm going to eat them chicken wings. i got to actually clean my bathroom and shit before I paint the ceiling. Yeah, and you're moving. <clears throat> yeah, we're trying to make this place look nice to sell it. That's not your place to sell. That's my parents, you know. I I owe them an <laughs> obligation. They fucked, and I exist, so it's a little bit of an obligation, you know. Yeah, talking about trying to leave as little impact on the world as possible. You were a massive inconvenience to your parents. Absolutely. Everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> so be grateful. Yeah, All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Tune right. in next Sunday for another episode, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye, Bye Felicia.